started recording. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about everything. I think, yeah. I think I might have missed that. Oh, good. Hopefully. Not talking about roosters. Oh, so border crisis or not, man. This kind of just popped up on my news feed. About uh, shit tons of people hitting the border. That's fun. We want to start off with news right off the bat. Like Taco Bell? No. This off with nonsense. I like Taco Bell. I had that for dinner yesterday. Are they running for the border? I had to run for something. I've been having a high-protein diet all week and then hit Taco Bell last night. Big mistake. Well, having a high-protein diet, that only sounds like one thing. You must be uh, working out. Trying to lose weight, sir. Getting in summer body shape. Oh, man. Back to flying solo. I got that comfortable I'm going solo. I got that comfortable gut, you know, that uh, dad bod came on pretty quick. Yeah, after you that. got that um, in a relationship gut. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... Uh, that whole chapter of my life's moved, so it's fun to. And you know what? We do with chapters? Close them. Fucking close them and keep on walking. So it's all good. Starting over a little bit, but life's good. So blue skies. Put on your shine. walking boots. Uh, family's happy. My kid's happy. And, uh, you know, life moves on. Here we go. One of these days, these boots are going to leave. Actually, and I give a shit. Boots are still there for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen, man. Oh no, in boxes, man. I can't wait. I just say congratulations to rejoining the white. Oh, no, I shouldn't say white. I should say the. Oh, <laughs> I'll say the. Oh my god! I'll say the white male <laughs> privilege club. <laughs> oh, the white male well, privilege the club. Back. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, my privilege card. Perfect. Single white privilege. Get in line with the rest of us, asshole. Pay your taxes and your child support. Yeah. Your credit card debt. Your insurance. I don't have much. Feed your dog. I do feed my dog. Do the same thing everybody else does. And put a smile on your face and take it. Thank you for cooking dinner, Jason. It was fantastic. I rolled the dough myself. It's wonderful. So here is, uh, this is the ninth episode of the Jason and Keller show. And we are sponsored by absolutely no one. Ourselves. Ourselves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, just do it. That means you're a business person. That means you know what you're doing and you know how. Probably going to pick up another sponsor here pretty quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got another business popping up. So Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. We are sponsored by. We got a landscaping company that's been listening and wants to chip in and. Oh yeah. Kind of join forces and see what's happening. Well, that's great. So be kind of fun. Where the green grass grows. Well, it, you know, quality yards and landscapes are always needed. So it really is. That's what happens, man. And zero scaping mm. is getting big with the, uh, oh, what am I doing a little bit of that? The synthetic grass, you know, it still flows yeah. and drains and pets like it. You can still walk on it. It feels real. Well, watering your yard is so expensive. It's green year round. It, it's, it, it's pointless. We're always under water restrictions down here. Totally pointless. Why are we wasting it on, our cracked, dry, hard clay ground that we have. See that in the English, they built actually everywhere besides suburban America builds their homes right up to the street. Basically, you know, maybe there's a little gap, but not much. And then they'll have a little backyard. We wanted yards. Suburban America was sold on having this big yard. Uh, I talked about this once with my cousin, Anthony, who's a civil engineer. And he, he studied a lot of this stuff, you know. Well, mix the yard. Mix it. Mix it with zero-scape grass and then put some walkways in there and pathways. And fruit trees. Some grass if you want some what about something useful like, you know, like make, fruit trees? I mean, you make your whole front yard grass and just make that, you, you know, if you want a lush green yard that you want to show off to the neighborhood, 
Do your front yard. Could you do a compost pile in the front? No. And just gross. walk over. <laughs> it would be useful. I have a compost pile in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, but it's on three acres. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. But there's things you can I, I feel like yeah, yards are total land waste. I mean, there's just no use. And then it's a like where I've had to take a couple of trees out. I need, I want fruit bearing trees in my yard. Fruit. You want uh, to be able to like go off grid. And eat well, not, I mean, like I just think something that's like helpful. Trees. Something, yeah. Some papaya. Some papayas. Uh, you know, might get some help with picking them soon. Mm. I don't know. Is that awful? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, oh, in the, you, about, you want me to help you pick papayas? What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> because as middle aged white men, not really single unemployed. fathers, yeah. my partner got a, took off, so I'm having to start a whole company over again. I'm not really unemployed, by the way. I still work. I still work. It's just for myself now. Like James Brown, man. Like the hardest working white man around. Yeah, Brennan pop up with something new and know another name and get our equipment back and start all over and hit it hard. It's going to be fun. You can join us. Different names. You get tan, work out a little bit. Man, you're... I'll work out. Okay. When? Oh, you were really asking me. I thought you were being facetious. I thought you were asking the, I thought you were asking the audience member to join you. I'm talking to you. I know you're asking me to join you. I'll work out. Are you just seeing that song? Look at my body. Oh yeah, I was just seeing. I like that song. You should insert that now. I work out. Girl, look at my body. No, don't look at my body. I love that freaking song. Work out. Same to my body. Those guys are not ashamed of anything, man. That's a funny ass video. Yeah, and now and then they made a bunch of money and they don't get to be ashamed at all. And now they do nothing. Aren't they lucky? What What was the name of their or not. group? LAMFO. Is that right? I think so. LAMFO. Or was that the name of the song? No, that's the name of the group. Are you sure? No. Are you Googling, Googling it, I'm Jamie? Looking it. I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah. Jamie, look that up for us, will you? Actually, he didn't show up again today. back. So we're still accepting applications for our internship. Unpaid internship, just the way America likes it, to be a great production assistant on record days. L-M-F-A-O. Oh, that was yeah. the name of the band? Yes, yeah, name of the band. So they just, it was just irony, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. It's just irony. Did you say that? No, that they, uh, the name of their band is just irony. I think they, did they didn't take anything serious. Yeah. And they like still made a ton of money. Themselves being quirky. And they, little outfits they're wearing. I can't, I can't help but want one. Can people can accept that, but they can't accept universal health care. I don't understand. Summertime's coming. It's going to be great. Did they have any other songs besides that? Didn't they have that party anthem song? Yeah, this is the sexy man. I know what song is. He thinks me feel bad about myself. These guys don't work out. They're jamming. Dude, they're killing it. Doing great. Yeah, Ron Jeremy in the video. He's disgusting. Oh, man. So they associate with uh, rapists. Yeah. Aww. They also have Dirt Maxi in the Not movie. Like I just saw him. Oh, I don't know who that is. He's been in Bell Porn. Oh, yeah. Bell Porn. Yeah, he's So Dirt Nasty's part of this group called Three Look Hard. Yeah, three locos. And it's like the Andy Milanakis, it's a dirt nasty and uh riffraff. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Andy You remember Andy Milanakis? Yeah. 
I got, he's, he's got a cool Twitter. I got cream Twitter. cheese in my gold locket. People call me Andy Milanakis. We had an MTV show, right? Back in uh, our high school days. About. Yeah. Well, he was on the man show as the man. Oh, boy. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was their man boy. The guy. He looks like he's a, kid. he's a kid. He's like 80 years old. I never really watched a lot of the man show. Oh, no. I, I just didn't do it for me, you know? I don't like Adam Carolla. And then Jimmy Kimmel at the time was... I mean, he's still kind of the same, right? Isn't that so weird? He hasn't changed at all, dude. But yeah, and he was, he's, he's like the face for the woke culture, essentially. He's like a champion for like women being victims and things like that. And this guy was like a host of the man show. Is he really? Yeah. He wow. speaks out on this he's shit all the time. Ass. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, you know, and, and, uh, you know what we're doing now? I wasn't a good. It's, that's Adam Crowley impression. Um, oh. <laughs> it wasn't as good. No. Oh. Sounded like stroked out Rando. Was good. Maybe it was. I like your impersonations. It's okay. <laughs> so like I was saying. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's like Adam Crowley. That's what he sounds like to me. He's almost like Gilbert Godfrey, but not as extreme. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Oh, that guy's so funny. It's funny. Well, there's, he's hilarious, dude. I bet he has a podcast. Man, if you could get him and Bobcat Goldwood in the same room, you could possibly implode the universe. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see Bobcat Goldwood's last special that was on Netflix? No. Maybe Prime. It was really good. I'll watch it now. And he did his best to not, I guess he has an impediment, like his speech. Is that for real? I thought yeah, but so, but he flattens it out more and he, he talks about it too. He's like, people always expect him to show up and sound like Bobcat Goldwaith. And he goes just by Bob now. Mm-hmm. But so he's like, so when I speak normal and you pick it up some, people always think I'm going into that character. And he's like, he's like, I've worked for 30 years to like get rid of that problem assholes and he's like i don't want to just come out and that'd be my whole act and like he's making fun of himself in a Whoa. sense or whatever Man, but it's funny i did that was a real problem but so it's yeah it was like a problem for him oh, for but that was how he made his fame he was <laughs> he was doing the comedy circuit way back in the 80s but that was his fame was being this loud and he had to right hey guys well, yeah <laughs> like a lot of guys made fame off of like being like I me mean, look at that Sam whatever that cocaine guy Sam Kinison yeah oh, oh dude was he really like that please don't tell me he was really like that in real life I don't know if he was then he probably died alone he died in a car crash <laughs> he probably and he alone. probably was alone yeah yeah and he was like, ah, ah. And he's like, ah. Oh, that is awful. Yeah, we couldn't laugh about that. That's nah, all right. People laugh about death. Do they? I didn't know him. I, <laughs> he wouldn't care about us either. <laughs> I didn't know him either. <laughs> well, you know, you talked about like that one time. You know, CME, CM. <laughs> no. He was really funny in that uh, college movie with um, No Respect Guy. God dang it. <laughs> I can see his face. <laughs> no you know what I'm saying? No respect. Oh, oh, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. And uh, he goes back to school. It's called Back to School. And he goes back to college to finish up his degree with his son, even though he's rich. And Rodney Dangerfield is he's funny, but also weird. I bet he was hard to deal with. Probably racist, too. I bet he was really, yeah, probably. I mean, you know what? Then. I mean, they got I'm love. curious if there's any people of color in any of his movies besides like cutting Word bushes shows. or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, yeah, well, look at all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like some of the old SNL stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, there you go. It's just the times, I guess 
you can be as sensitive to you want about as you want to change that kind of stuff and you can always go back and block it or whatnot. Like I just watched, oh, what was it? Oh, I watched Community on uh, Netflix. Uh-huh. And that's an old NBC series. Man, they make race jokes all the time. The Chinese guy in that, his entire role is a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And that was his own. Is I got that Ken? Dr. Ken? Yeah, that stopped in like 2015 or 16. Man, and, they, and like they were hitting all those issues, but it was funny. I mean, they're not taking that off the air. People aren't Tropic getting Thunder would get murdered if it came out right now. I'm surprised they haven't gone after anybody for that. What, just because What's of his uh, name? Pain, yeah, pain, blackface. Black, yeah. And, well, I guess you don't. What are you talking about, blackface? You people. His entire body was died. But it was a joke. And he's playing in the movie. And maybe it's okay since it's Iron Man that was the guy that did it. Maybe. And not everybody's going to use it. Well, you know, Robert Downey Jr. got caught with a, a hooker back in the day, too. Like Eddie Murphy did. But, yeah, like, it's was a hooker. Guy. Like Eddie know. Murphy's was. And I know of a quarterback that just got caught <laughs> getting his D-hole diddled over and over again and shortened the chicks for money. And Oh, is he getting prostate massages? That's what they say. It was, is that extra? Is that a prostate massage? I'm sure it's a tiny bit extra. I wonder how much. Unwritten bonus. Mm. I'm not asking just for a friend. <laughs> well, supposedly he was paying about he was paying about three hundred. This is the ignorance of this guy, by the way. So like, we just want to run down that path real okay. quick. I'm asking just one question. Go ahead. And ask if the poor guy was behaving this way, an average Joe, say average Joe. Let's not say poor. Let's say happy as Jason and myself. Where did I act that way towards massage therapists that we met online? Would it be a story? Would those women even have gone after us in the first place? Well, we'd have nothing to go after. Right. That's why all this is civil. Weird. Because it's all money. Well, we'll go away if you pay us enough. Strange. Now, There's though... More, more every time. And those women get paid the first time. If they got paid the first time and they walked away, didn't say anything. Some of them did, some of them didn't. But see, that's hard. See, that's where you gotta be, like... That's really... I gotta be careful between... Well, no, it's just like... Opportunities. Yeah, like... like I start crossing those... I know, things. but no, but same thing, but like with a victim... Sometimes they talk about like a, like a rape culture, a uh, rape victim doesn't come forward for, for years, 10, 20 years, right? Because mm-hmm. they bury it, whatever, and they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then something sparks them and pushes them. And suddenly they're like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and speak up about this. And then they do. And people immediately go, why didn't you say anything earlier? And they're like, that's why. <laughs> but it's true, right? It's like, it's like. That's exactly how we, I mean, cause it's common. I know I, I'm the same way. Like this is the first time something happened with this guy. It was like March of last year. So you're thinking, well, if it bothered her that much, why didn't she say anything? What are the chances she did though? And nothing got moving on it until now. How much of the, how much of those memories have been construed throughout the years? Well, that's what they said with, uh, when it yeah, came to Brett Kavanaugh and his, what was her name? Dr. Ford. That was a, you know, the Democrats went and dug her up under a rock and they brought her in from California to, you know, approach, Kavanaugh during those hearings is that had been 30 years, 40 years. And so that was one of their things is they were saying, well, what are the chances that so much of what she's saying or trying to bring up is not accurate? I'm going to pause it real quick. Yeah. you're. But now I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, that Watson situation and oh, okay, yeah. Kavanaugh and all that stuff. So we didn't have money. Poor people don't have money. So they're not going to come after us. Well, yeah. And, and, this attorney is not an idiot, Tony Busby. He's not a dumb guy. And he's made his living doing what he does because he's not dumb. 
However, is he opportunistic? Probably. But Deshaun Watson turned around and he got the most opportunistic defender in Rusty Harden. That guy defended Roger Clemens. It's been almost 20 years. And that guy defended Roger Clemens, Rusty Harden, big time attorney out of Houston. And then everyone talked about how like uh, the, the owner, like McNair, maybe his friends with Busby or whatever. All these rich people are friends, man. They all run in the same diddle diddle circles. You know, they all know each other. Yeah. So like, of course they do. But when it comes to business and brass tacks, these guys don't give each other many favors, dude. They all, they all want to steal what the other guy has. I mean, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you... And it, and it probably depends. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. Lots of times I see rich people hook up with rich people and they all make more money together. And a lot of times I'll see somebody that's got money hook up with a rich guy and one guy loses all his money and ends up fucking the rich guy over. The other yeah. rich guy over. So, you know, seen that a lot too in business. Mm. Maybe Busby lost some money and he's going. It's just really weird. And then, of course, they talk about how Watson was wanting to trade and get out of there. And then suddenly all this stuff comes out of nowhere. It could be planned, but I don't think the owners have anything to do with it. That would be so nefarious, man. Oh, wow. That would be criminal. That would be amazing. That would be, yeah, well, it would be a fun story, but it would be very criminal. Very criminal. And I, I don't, I don't. A lot of libel. I wish there was a way for victims to still be taken care of. And then the people that are opportunists to be weeded out. Sure. A little bit easier. Because we want to have faith. We want to believe people. We want to believe in the justice system, too. I mean, you know, um, you ever watch Vikings? You ever catch any of that? No. And I bring that up because they believe the women in those in situations. Really? Immediately. They believe the woman over the man. It's a different culture. Right? I think it used to be that way here, too. But I just think because people were more honorable. And they yeah. weren't doing it just to get people in trouble. I mean, they, they, people used to they wear, care. people used to wear nice pleated slacks with a tucked in shirt when they just went to the grocery store. I um, mean, well, true. I just, but I think times have changed, but I think we've also in the last 10 to 20 years have seen a lot of times, I don't even say a lot, but there's a percentage where there's false accusations and that ruins a man's life right now. This with Watson, whether it's true or not, it's going to mar him forever. It's gonna be a joke forever, at least. Yeah, and then, like he's yeah, yeah. I mean, if he gets traded now, they're gonna be like, "Hey, hey, dog, uh, I got the number to a couple of people that diddle your butthole if you need it." Oh. Did they go that far? Was he getting? Yeah, that's like, the that was that was so like it was either the second, either the second or third victim actually like ended up oh, sitting, like defecating on herself because for one, she says that he, she was coerced into giving him a blowjob, but it was after he had. Like pushed her to like, yeah, diddle his butthole. He was saying she was saying like it was, he kept saying to massage his glutes, and he kept pushing her hand inward, more inward, and say keep going, keep going until she was like digging in his butt. And then apparently he coerced her, and it might be victim two, victim three that I'm talking about here. Whew. But one of them ended up after he left, she was visibly shaking. She said, and then she like defecated on herself because she was so freaked out, and she was engaged to be married and all this stuff, and she was like. She had no intentions of ever doing that. Like every one of these women apparently are like professionally licensed massage therapists. So he, he physically grabbed her hands and forced them on his ass. That I don't know. No, I think she was probably massaging the general, like the glutes. So he like held a gun to her and made her perform the act. And blow well, give her you know, Cole Harrison works though. I mean, was there a gun involved? His, was there violence? I don't know. So she just blew him while she gave him a massage. And he, he could have coerced her. her. Maybe he said, coerced her. Co- yeah, maybe was she, he said, was she 12? 
if you don't do this, is he under 18? But what? Then I'll how do you course? Hurt you? How do you, how do you course a, a grown adult? I ended up buying like a overpriced house or truck. It's totally different than getting talked into giving somebody. Well, I think, you know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, we, don't, we weren't there, you know? I'm not there. And I'm not saying she's not a victim. I just don't understand it. But again, that's why it's in civil court, not criminal. How does an adult, professional, licensed, adopt, adult, massage therapist, be coerced into giving this guy a prostate massage and blowsy? And a blowsy. And a blowsy. And the problem is, is that no one else was there. And it's all he said. She's a huge victim. And now I'm not saying, I, I mean, if he was like Pepe Le Pew and a little rapey, that's different. He's a little grabby. I mean, was he? It was me. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I, never, I only read a couple of affidavits. I don't feel And after reading a couple of them, I just went like, damn. Well, because he's done. That's the problem. You have, you're, you're, you're the only Deshaun Watson, famous Deshaun Watson. You're the biggest name in the city for pro athletes by far. You have millions of dollars and everybody knows it. And you're going to like, you're going to DM people in the low. That's how he was contacting them. He was DMing them. And supposedly he has, he has a personal quarterbacks coach. And supposedly this guy pointed him in the direction of a couple of these ladies. So that comes into play too. That if his, a partner of his said, Hey, I know this lady. Why did he suggest her to him? I mean, was there something already known that maybe she like gave a little extra, or maybe she was good at being a massage therapist? The problem becomes too, man, is there's 16 of these. It's not just two or three. There's there 16 yeah. filed. And that was as of two days ago. I haven't paid attention in the last couple of days because it just gets nauseating, you know? Oh man, it says it's up to as many as 22 women. Yeah. Right now. That's the problem. It's showing like kind of almost like a serial diddle my bubble guy. Well, then, I mean, just not even that. I mean, he's a serial. Oh my! I mean, dude, if he is truly using mind control over these adult women and making them do these sexual activities, he's no better than Charles Manson, bro. What about what about <laughs> <laughs> Manson uses mind and have people well, kill him? Well, how come though he doesn't? Deshaun Watson. He should, he should be. be. He should be doing better on the field. Does then. that guy know what kind of mind control he has, bro? He should be able to get these guys to run their proper routes. I mean, this guy. This why doesn't guy, he mind control over the defense? Why doesn't he have them miss the tackles on purpose? If he can mind control himself into Man. blowsies and prostate massages, then he should be doing all kinds of fucking good on the field, bro. He should be doing good for America. Like, like you know, changing people's minds and shit when he walks by. I mean, come on. Can you wipe out? Can you wipe out racism for us, Deshaun? Just like Doctor Manhattan, he, no, he doesn't want to though. Oh, just like Doctor Manhattan, he was accused of not doing more for the world. Why? Did he have mind control also? Yeah, big time. As part of Watchmen, he was like just this amazing. Could see the future, so he could stop certain events from happening. So he could have been. He could intervene there and said, "Hey, Deshaun, don't reach out to this one." So I probably believe we've cracked this, dude. I mean, there are supers in the world, and oh, Deshaun yeah. Watson's one of them. He has mind control. He was so fast to rip your arms off over over adults. To do, do you that. remember the um, Mel Gibson movie "What Women Want," oh. where he could hear them their thoughts in his head? Oh, he he was grabby with them too. He grabbed their buttocks and vagina, and they were like, "But I don't make that." And then he would hear their thoughts, and they'd be like, "Do more." Uh, Watson was kind of like the Pew, bro. Well, when you read the affidavits, they read they read pretty rough. And so far in his defense, his defense team has said that there was one lady out of all those 
who may be blackmailing him. One lady out of 16 filed cases. So that's always possible. Well, so many of these, he became angry uh, whenever they refused to. So, like, it, it's not complete mind control. I'm sorry. But he's six foot five. That was a tangent. A couple hundred pounds. They know he's a very famous name. They don't want their career ended if yeah. they don't do what he wants. Man, when you're a big guy. Say he gives them, but he gives them a bad review. You, know, you can't act aggressive if you're a big dude like that, man. I bet, I bet if he'd have been cool, none of this shit would have ever happened, dude. If he had no well, figure, if he There's had a copy of text where he apologizes to one of them and says, for making you uncomfortable. I don't think that's a bad thing. It was, it was, it was labeled as being like sociopathic, but I'm thinking reading his actions make me feel uncomfortable, bro. But that's yeah. And those are affidavits, man. So those are legally binding. Like if those women lie in those, like you can get in trouble for that. Cause an affidavit, you've had to give sworn testimony. Like that's, that's, I mean, to an attorney, you know, and if you enter, if you lie in an affidavit, that's, that's criminal. I mean, you can be persecuted or prosecuted for that. I know that for a fact. Well, that's, Interesting. If they care. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't think this guy is dumb, man. I think that he feels he has enough either to force Watson to settle or it goes criminal. But I'm thinking at the same time, what's this guy's motivation? Has this guy ever prosecuted or pushed any sex, sex crimes or hate crimes or any of these kind of things before in his entire career as an attorney? It's all for money, bro. That's what I think. It's all for and, money. And I think to be smirching, to make him look bad. Sorry about that. I think I think a lot of it's to make him look bad. Just looking at Deshaun Washington and uh, Wrangler ad pops up and takes over. My I head. thought that was a fart, honestly. It's a Wrangler advertisement. Just took over my whole screen. What was the, what was the beginning? Wrangler was actually using real cowboys in their ads. Still, real cowboys, like you know, riding bulls and stuff. It's not oh. like the guy where he's like, "I'm turning my horse down all time road." So like real cowboys, you know, <laughs> not really excited. I always thought that was saying. Uh, instead of horse thing, I, I thought I was hearing whore. I heard whores down to Old Town Road. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, the first Take time. Take my whore right. to the Old Town Road. And then the Billy Ray Cyrus chimes in about Binti Sports Bras. And I ain't know what in the hell that is. Mm, Maserati Sports Cars. Well, that's Miley's dad, so it's not a shocker how she turned out. I like her now. I liked her. Sort of. I like her. She's changing now. She's, she's maturing. Saying, yeah. I don't know. That, that backyard thing where she's saying Jolene is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a backyard. She's got great talent. She's got pipes, bro. She's not yeah. sitting there acting like she's blowing the mic or shoving her vagina when she's up on stage. That Being was weird, nasty, man. dude. That was a phase. Like she was, I think she was such a painted to be such a goody, goody little girl when she was on Disney and all that stuff. And then the moment she broke out of that and was 18, she was all, Okay. I wonder if, you, if the Texans are going to keep this dude, bro. Well, they might not have a choice. They were, I mean, they said they weren't going to trade him, but they would have got a really good offer. They probably would have traded him. I don't think nobody wants him. But now? Yeah, well, not, especially not until this is done. Like, is he going to be allowed to play? He most likely will be suspended while the investigation is ongoing. Well, there goes their season. Well, their season was already going to be shit anyway. Was it? Yeah, they're going to rebuild for a couple I of mean, years. I don't follow fucking Texans. One thing I follow about football is who's on my fantasy league team. And that's about it. Yeah. It's okay. I look at the players I want and I'm a little jealous of that because I just have an addiction and I don't want to follow it, but I end up doing it anyway. You have a, a jealous of not being able to of, of, yeah, not being able to break away from sports. Whole clean. Yeah. I hate pro sports. 
I hate. I like watching the game. I hate all the other stuff that surrounds it. Get into a fantasy league. Maybe that would just. I did that for like almost twenty years. But maybe that'd be enough for you now. I start watching again. They'd be like, oh, so it's like an addiction. But I see. But I like watching the games. I just don't like all the other stuff. You know, I don't want to care. I don't. I don't want. Listen, I don't want to know what they make. I don't think that's right. I don't think it's fair that you publish what a guy's making. I just think that's bullshit. You know, we don't publish what we make despite all the seven and eight figures we pulled down. Casey is really, that's a lie in case anyone's listening. He's doing all that. Like the stuff here, he's all in the sports dude. Yeah. He was like, well, you may not want to play that guy this week because you know, he he had a bad week and his wife dumped him and you know, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you may want to put it in the other guy. And he's right. Nine times out of 10. It's pretty great. He didn't get diddled how he wanted to. Yeah. A lot of things like, I would really like to line up those dates when those things happen and how he played in a game. A few years ago, I had a, a player who's like dad had died. He was on my team. Brett Favre? No, nah, I forget. No, nah, it was man. A, the weekend his dad died. He was off. Like he was receiver, like, dude. He killed it. And everybody's like, no, nah, don't play him. He's not like all the guys were saying, no, play him. And I think I know you're talking about. Then Homeboy came out there and lit it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like, I know you're talking about. Yeah, like an unbelievable, you know, yeah. game for that guy. That happens a lot. I wish yeah. I remember that. I think he's off Arizona. I want to say he was a Cardinal. You know, a few years back, but mm. I could have been the Chiefs from Fitzgerald. Sorry, Washington football team. Um, yeah, the, the, when Brett Favre's dad passed, I think it was his dad. Pretty sure mm. he went out and threw like four fifty, three, four touchdowns. Oh, like this brilliant game. Yeah, and it was it was just cool to see. So weird because Brett Favre's such an idiot. He gets duped. He gets coerced into a lot of things. He's coerced. Yeah. Did he massage? Just don't know. Time. But he's done some uh, these like cameo videos and, you know, or a company will pay him to say, make some statement and he doesn't bet it. And then he's over here like, you know, every time I go out to the Klan rallies, I take my bleach pen with me to keep the ink stains off. Didn't he say something really stupid this past year? Yeah, I'm bound to be. Oh, man, I forgot what it was, dude. Oh, he was giving old Colin Peppernickel props for kneeling during the national anthem. And I, I got a problem with that. So I did for a while and I just I I just don't care anymore. Well, I don't care anymore. I think they're pieces of shit. I just think it's dumb. I just think that the NFL should be able to tell them guys to stand up because you're playing for a private organization. Right. Well and they try to leave it on the teams, and so some teams issued uh kind of like warnings and then the backfired, of course. Well, and so they backed off. Backfired on who? Because of the media? I mean, or did the players get upset? If the players don't get upset, know. fucking like you said in that one episode, trade that motherfucker for a bag of beans and forget about the guy. Yeah. Well, I actually, I was really impressed. This morning I was listening to sports radio and there's this guy named Darren Rovell who is a, uh, he's an agent and does some other stuff or whatever, but he's, he's a pretty decent name in that community. Uh, and he said that about with Watson was that, um, Houston Tech, like, like he said, basically, like with any business organization, is you weigh talent versus risk. And if the risk of having somebody come in your building every day is too high for your organization's value, you get rid of that guy. That's why you fire people. And he said, and you get to the point, even with the most talented players in sport, if their risk is too high versus their value, you have to cut them. If they're Cause cancer, says, they got to go. Yeah, because at a certain point right now, you have a lot of these the fans in the Houston Texans fan base. It's the same thing that Steelers went to with Big Ben. You know, it's like when he was accused of rape and all these things, you have fans who are going to be fanboys and they're like, oh, that's bullshit. He never, this is Ben Roethlisberger. He never do such a thing. He's a stand-up guy. He goes to church on Wednesdays. Yep. He's part of the youth group. 
Yeah. And like, yeah, but that's where he was raping all the chicks. I don't believe that. He's Jesus, my, Jesus wouldn't let that happen. He's my backup quarterback on my dynasty league. <laughs> I'm amazed he's still in the league. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm like, man, I'm going to get one good year out of the guy, maybe. Uh, my first thing is uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers. He's Rogers. kind of stuck for the last couple of years. <laughs> we'll see what happens to Aaron Rodgers. has been even better than better and better. But but yeah, but they're bringing in that rookie or that quarterback behind him. Well, he's now got like 15 some odd years in the league, which is crazy, dude. I just need him to give me two more good seasons, man. Can anybody right. hold up like Brady? I mean, maybe, but they got to follow the Brady way, dude. Dude, you know what Brett Favre said? This is what he did. He compared Collins Pepper <laughs> larger than football legacy to the late Pat Tillman. Oh, yeah. Dude, distasteful, bro. That's a reach. That's distasteful. I mean, Pat Tillman. Because well, Brett Favre's dumb. Gave up his career, joined the army, and died. Yeah. What did Colin Peppernickel do? I guess he started a movement. Uh, yeah. Of what? But you know, it was like they said, he was, he was sitting on the sidelines. American... When, and this is where the great thing about America is people can disagree because there was a, there was a guy who from Texas, who was like a former ranger and he used to play for the Seahawks and he had actually reached out to Kaepernick whenever, I guess he first started, but he was sitting on the sideline. He was sitting on the bench and supposedly he reached out and told him, Hey, look, you know, what would be more proper is if you took a knee instead of just sitting there. And he, he took it to say, whenever we lose a soldier or like you have a military funeral or sign of respect as you take a knee or whenever, like you present a flag to a fallen you know, comrade, spouse, you, you take a knee and you present on the flag. So that's how this army ranger was looking at it. And he actually played, uh, he played football at UT also. Mm. But anyway, he'd gone to the army. He's kind of a Pat Tillman, but he did army first. And uh, I don't know. I think he did college football. Then he did army. Then he got out and then he ended up with the Seahawks. So anywho, uh, I don't want to phone to buzz. It's the same. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. So this guy compared it that way, but that's not the standard. That's not the standard bearer. And that's like goes into the thing about majority versus minority. You know, it's like, it's good. You, you need the minority to speak up and I'm not saying minority like people or whatever, but just if there's a minority in general. Yeah. If there's like, you know, one person who's getting treated poorly and nine people are getting treated great. You still want that one person getting treated poorly to be able to get treated great like everybody else. But can't we just say whatever we want to make them feel better so they forget about it? I think that's what they've been doing since the 60s. Isn't that okay? I'm being specific. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what the Democrats have done for about 50 years now since about the 60s. (laughs) Oh, oh man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump right into politics. That would be 60 years. But Mm. pandering and placating and... Mm. We'll keep, we'll give you a little bit of money if you shut the fuck up. Actually, me and a buddy of mine, another retired soldier, we were talking about how basically accepting your VA money and your retirement is like hush money because there's a guy who's like ex special forces and he knows him. My buddy knows him. And he was in the, uh, the Capitol, right? He did the Capitol fucking thing. Well, he just got busted, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, military retirees, you feel, still fall under UCMJ. So like, that's like uniform code of military justice. So same thing as active duty. Now it's way, way harder. Like it's very rare that someone gets pulled out, pulled back, but you can, and you can go get court-martialed just like anybody else on in service. So like it's happened a few times, especially with sexual assault cases. I want to say in the last two years, I read one where retired uh, master sergeant, he got called back on the active duty to face a court-martial for like a very provable sexual assault. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was, he was retired. He had a family. Um, Happened probably years ago. And he's like, hey, baby. <laughs> he, probably got, he probably got orders. There's probably recruiters like, hey, we want to we reactivate you. You were like one of our 
you know, you're like an MVP to us. We just want you to come back here to Fort Bragg to uh, just serve for like six months. And we just really need you as a great consultant on the ground. He's like, oh boy, okay, I'll do that. Oh yeah, you'll get full pay, active duty, you know, all that good stuff, man. Get your, get your bennies back. And he told his wife, yeah, baby, I'm just gonna go to Bragg for six months, blah, blah, blah. Puts on the uniform, flies out there. They fucking arrest them. That's how I hope it went. I don't know if it did, but that would be great. That's how I'd tell it. And then they arrest them. You can have a phone call. Done. Hey, uh, honey, so it turns out uh, I raped this private when she was uh, 19 in her room. How many years after? I don't know. He had been retired for a couple of years. Maybe a few. I don't know. Damn. The point is, though, we can always get called back. So this guy. Get called back. He's tricked. This guy who uh, took part in the capital um, incursion, in, what's it called? Insurrection? Yeah. yeah. Insurrection. Uh, you mean this past one? Yeah. No, he's going to get called back. Yeah. <laughs> Was the other one with the British? You mean the most unorganized storming of the, the, the capital building ever? By a fucking ton of rednecks. Yeah. Oh, this is all. Some of those rednecks have money, though. But like this guy, this guy, ex-special forces, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. Hey, man, it's easy to get caught up in that kind of shit and go jump on board, man. But now a guy who, who's retired military, still technically kind of sort of member of the Department of Defense. Yeah. Attacked his own capital. Well. He's fucked. Yeah. Now and that's what me and my buddy were talking about is just like. He's fingered. Like, yeah, he will be. <laughs> well, maybe He'll not even to his like Sean Watson. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, but he it was to his liking. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Um, I, I've been sitting here reading about that guy, dude. Yeah, and like, he tried every little trick in the book, and he rolled over with a bone. Okay, and he had sex with one of them. It says that right. He did have sex with yeah. one of them, and he's engaged to a way it was. I don't know if he still is. I mean, he wasn't supposed I mean, to be getting buried, but it wasn't like it wasn't until he got upset that they got they seemed to be bothered. I mean, well, maybe because they just were like, okay, I'm, I'm sticking my thumb into Sean Watson's, I mean, Watson's butthole. There's a reason that massage places here in Corpus say don't ask for happy endings. They literally, there's signs. People do. There's a, yeah, because yeah. people do. Now, if they do, do, do you can't I dated one. And, you know, I guess if they got mad, you can get offended, but I don't know. I dated a massage therapist when I lived in Maryland. And, um, uh, You've dated a few massage therapists. No, no. Was, well, some who were really good with their hands, but they weren't licensed massage therapists, you know? Oh, not, oh, just yeah, not real. Hands, like, this not was licensed. a real massage therapist, yeah. And so she was always like, every time we sat down, whatever. Huh? Always in the market for one. <laughs> I was just thinking last night, I'm like, man, I really need to go get a massage, man. My back's so tight. Um, but now I'm scared too. But anyway, I did this massage therapist and she was, she was like always like, she'd hold my hand. She would constantly just massage my hands, my wrists, my forearms. Just all nice. Dude, it was always great. And I didn't appreciate her. I didn't appreciate her at all. You miss her, huh? Uh, I do now. Well, that part anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Not the personality, the insecurities and the uncertainty. Uh, you have uncertainty? Not me. Oh. It causes that. No, yeah, I understand. Oh, you're saying you don't miss that. Part. Well, and sometimes how you treat people can cause that too. I guess you know. I've been I've been told a couple of times like I just don't know where I stand with you, and I'm like, well, you're standing right here, aren't you? <laughs> I've had that. I've had that. But it's not like I should tell you something. It's not like they're sitting there worrying like, oh, is he okay or what's wrong with him? Like no, no, yeah, they make it all about themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that's how I feel. That's how you make me feel. Like, like how I do that? How did I make you feel that way? I have my control, like Deshaun Watson. You got my yeah. Control. 
offered my car to her second. Not you. <laughs> what? No. I didn't realize her hand was broken I today. Didn't know I had to open yours first. I have arthritis in my fingers. Helping somebody else who needed it. <laughs> Guess that's bad. <laughs> then you get out by yourself. Yourself, <laughs> because you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but. Yeah, you're right, because it takes a smart person. Um, <laughs> so that's the other thing, too, with uh, perpetrators. I don't sure. think they're dumb. They're usually pretty smart. I mean, and, and have huevos, man. Think about that with that guy. He's like, he had to, he had to, he slid into some lady's DMs. He set up an appointment with her. Mm-hmm. And one of them, the one he flew in from Atlanta, I think it's the one. It might say it in there. I think that was victim two. He flew in from Atlanta or maybe three. But they rented an office space. Her mom helped her set it up so she could set up an area to, it's Deshaun Watson. If he gives her a good review, you know, had, had Jane to give her a good review. Well, she set it up though. Yeah. Right. You think she set up an area so she can get a good review? Uh, Well, think about it though. I am. If Deshaun Watson right now said, man, I use uh, Jason and Keller landscaping. They were fantastic. Boom, 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 boom. I'm thinking we're gonna get so many cons, customers. And I'm inviting people suspect I'm at to massage me. I'm making the place as nice as I can so they'll he didn't. be okay to give me the old handsies or yeah. the old but he's, fashion, he's dumb. So he's not a smart perp. He's dumb. But I think he's I, uh I guess he is dumb. He plays professional football. Dude, he had like a 14 on his wonder, like 14 or 17, something like that. He had a really bad score. When I learned that a few years ago, I was like, fuck! What kind of score? On what? Is one, the wonder lick test. It's like the test they give all the NFL prospects. Yeah. And it's like, uh, like guys like, say, uh, Andrew Luck. He like maxed it. He got like, I don't know, I think it goes up to 40 or 50. He wow. maxed it. Uh, Peyton Manning maxed it. But that's a, I think the variant is like up to 40 or maybe 50. Wow. Sean wasn't got like under a 20. Oh. Yeah. He's not a smart guy. Oh, poor guy. I didn't mean he's a bad guy either, though. No. But where I say I think a lot of perps are smart, though, is I think they have to figure out the angle, the direction. But you know what? Maybe some of them are. Maybe you're such a sociopath, you come off as having some kind of higher intelligence to have mind control over people. But it's because you're numb to their feelings. So you just, you do what you, whatever you want. And if they accept it, they accept it. If they don't, they don't. They don't accept it. What happens? You cut off their head and then you have sex with their, their face, their, their beheaded corpse, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that not what that guy did? That's what he did. So he, maybe it wasn't so much that he was courageous or smart. He just didn't care. He lured them in to his trap. Dude, I and then up, he attacked them like a bear. I look at like Deshaun Watson is smart. And the first, <laughs> the first thing to pop up on the internet is Deshaun Watson and the intellect of black quarterbacks. Very first thing. What in the fuck? Why is this a race issue? I'm asking. I I searched. Is Deshaun Watson smart? That's all I wrote. So is it like an insulting article or is it like a protection article? I've never heard of it. The Houston Chronicles, the next thing, saying it's a smart play for Texas. Andre Johnson's the next one saying that Deshaun Watson's a very smart smart kid. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. But why, what does any, why does anyone have to say that about somebody? Deshaun Watson learned chess to help make himself a better quarterback. Great. You can't be stupid to learn chess, bro. Can, I mean, can you? I mean, I guess you can learn to play and be horrible. Yeah. Um, 
You learn how to play. I learn how to play. It doesn't make me good. Yeah, I'm awful. <laughs> yeah, like I can't project moves very well. I'm like, damn it! I didn't see the horsey coming. I looked up moves. Got me again. Uh, I looked up like the quickest way to win moves. You yeah. know, and if you're burst and how you can move and your opponent, your opponent's either going to do you know one, two, or three if you make this type of a move. Yeah, and it leaves you open. Only so many counters. Yeah, it leaves you open to do like my sons are really good. Two with more it. moves and you win. I'll kick my ass. Yeah, I get beat. Like I, I got to playing there for a little while, thinking I was good, and I was, I was cruising right along, and then I was smoked in like two plays by a guy, or two moves, and I was like, "All right, I'm, what's the castle called?" I'm done. It's the rook. No, the rook. Does the rook go diagonal? What goes diagonal? Oh, that's the bishop. You're right. The rook is the castle. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll end up exposing my queen, and they move the rook to where they can drop down on me. You know. And I have nowhere to go or whatever, and so they checkmate my ass that way. Mm. Yeah, we should play chess sometime. Yeah, we should. We should do it live in the show. It'd be really compelling. We could do it. We could do it live and really bore uh, bore everybody with our horrible chess play. <laughs> and then we can have bragging rights over who is the worst but best chess player between the both of them. Yeah. So you saw that volcano in Iceland? Uh, I've heard about that. We might have a guest. I was hoping to fly out to Iceland and check out that volcano. Oh, it'd be even better. My, uh, well, maybe we booked through jkvacations.com. And uh, yeah, we book some international travel with JK Vacations and maybe we can go on scene to do the interview. I want to fry an egg over the volcano. What am I hearing? Is that wind? Is that wind noise? Are we in a tornado right now? Is there a hurricane? Oh, I heard like a, maybe it was wind noise, man. Uh, the trees aren't moving. <laughs> yeah, they're, the trees aren't blowing. They're, they're over there, they're moving. They're moving out the other side of the studio window. Sure you, I didn't hear anything, so. Totally heard it. I have great hearing. No, I don't. I have tinnitus. Yeah, that's fine. Um, actually, this morning it was really bugging the, uh, me. Which volcano? Man, their names are so In Iceland, there's one that just, just erupted. And so I was on Instagram and I don't know how or why I came across it, but somebody had shared a video showing a bunch of people uh, sitting near the volcano. And then it might be like a mile away or meters, a kilometer. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like they're close because it's so big. But the wall of the mountain, they collapsed. Like the lava pressure was so much and whatever was there, you know, like the wall of the volcano just collapses. So lava bleh, comes out the side and then everyone's like, Oh shit. So I started reading the comments cause it's the thing I do. I just can't help myself. I like to just see what people might say. And, uh, someone said, I can't believe people were close to that. And this guy said I was. So I started looking at his info. I looked at his profile. The guy lives in Iceland. He's an Icelander. And I reached out to him and uh, he's willing to be a guest on our show. Oh, that's cool. I think that might be neat. He's the exposure. And he looks Nordic. Probably he has a beard. Yeah. And he's not bald. <laughs> he's a Viking. So you, I thought that you might really be into that too. It might be really exciting to talk to someone from your ancestral roots. He could be one of your cousins. So my ancestral roots are Alsatian and Spanish and German. Yeah, you said Nordic too, right? No, it's not. I've never been part of Nordic at all. But you said Neanderthal. But that's almost every human on the planet has Neanderthal DNA, except unless you land an interesting fact later. You no, know, the interesting fact is that I uh, forget the percentage, and so I'm not going to say it and be wrong. But this huge percentage of the people in the world have 
the Neanderthal DNA is still in our systems. The only people in the world that don't are Africans. That's weird. Yeah, like African Americans. So maybe we all landed on another from another mine. I don't think we've landed from different ships. I just think that's very interesting that, you know, if we all came from tribes originally, which no doubt we did, and, you know, Germanic people and, and tribes and that kind of thing, I think it's interesting. Like pre Pangea? That a tribe, that the African tribe, we'll call it that, it was different from, say, a tribe in European Europe or elsewhere. European. Well, because, okay, so Homo sapiens and Neanderthals. They, Did they, you call me? Uh, they co-mingled. That's them. You were talking about the missing link. Yeah. Yeah. They co-mingled and produced people, right? Sure. Well, that didn't happen in Africa. I think that's kind of, it's kind of an amazing thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, There's only one way on that whole entire continent. It's a pretty thin spot, you know? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then everything else would be water. And the only part would it would have been crossable like a million years ago. <laughs> but in the same breath, everybody, uh, people, uh, one in 200 people in the world have Genghis Khan DNA also. So that's he was definitely a perp. Dude, that's unbelievable. But he was a conqueror, so he would go in and conquer and then just rape the whole village? Something one like that? 200. In China, it drops down to 1 in 16. In, in males, it's like 1 out of 16 males. That's crazy. Have Genghis Khan DNA. It's insane, bro. It's, it's... Yeah, the human background's fairly fascinating. The fact that we really don't know where we come from, for the most part, is fascinating as well. Genghis Khan must be like the most fertile person in the world, man. Well, and then maybe if, if, I don't know. I mean, if it's his DNA too, then it could have been his, his grand created kids spreading the seed over He's the years. He vast. I mean, he conquered yeah. a vast portion of the world, right? So. All of Asia through the Middle Asia East up into Europe. Europe right? Yeah. All the way up through. Uh, and he had to move Germany, fast. I think they were on foot. Horses and foot. The whole time, right? They, yeah. Maybe elephants. Donkeys. elephants. I saw something about um, Budo. No, that's just my Budo. I don't know what that's I was watching, but I watched like a history video where they said this this one army would come in with like their officers on elephants into mm, like scary yeah villages and stuff to scare yeah well, that, that, people that, who didn't see them often. Persian army would have done that. Yeah, mm. according to three hundred old India. Yeah, well that's accurate. So they say. I guess. Like to find out where that deep pit is that he kicks people down into. That's pretty cool. And so we might have our Icelander friend onto the show. Very cool. We're trying to set that up. So I think it'd be cool. And what I want to talk to him about is like what it's like being that close to the volcano. Uh, and I don't know what else. Life in Iceland, maybe. I'm hoping he doesn't have too strong of an accent. Does he speak English? He writes in English. Oh, okay. So that's a plus. Oh, I'm sure everybody around the world speaks. A English. lot of people yeah, learn English. Speak any other yeah. language, which is amazing. A lot of them speak better English than we, we do. Should, we should be embarrassed about that. Fuck yeah, we should be embarrassed. We should be embarrassed by how fat we all are and our poor language and dialect. We should be really embarrassed. Well, and, and our life expectancy has decreased over yeah. the past decade. And people don't want people to get more educated. Or uh, what was the other one? Uh, healthcare. Have good healthcare, right? right. People want to just be like, no, you should have to pay twelve hundred dollars a month for you and your significant other, or just for yourself, and then go pay 
a five hundred to a thousand dollar copay. The insulin going up—that's crazy. Man. The insulin being what was it, twenty dollars for a, a carton or whatever in Canada? It's too much in Canada right now, man. And here, yeah, three hundred dollars for the oh, same. Hey, the Canadians are laughing at us. It's not right, dude. It's not right. The most popular show out of Canada is Letterkenny. No, it's not. It's gotta be. Celine Dion. Celine Dion is a French. She's Canadian. Don't even talk about Celine Dion. She's French Canadian. She's probably a big Montreal fan. (laughs) She gives the gizzards to the lizards. I don't know. A Canuck or a nut? I don't know. I was about to look up something we were talking about, but I've now forgotten. A? A A B A C K. Uh, What the hell? Maybe sometimes you should practice. Oh, the most famous Canadian show. Oh, uh, well, there's a lot of funny people that come out of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, there actually are, but I can't think of any right now in my head. John Candy's right. Steve Carell. Is he Canadian? No, I don't actually, I don't think he is Canadian. I think he's from like Jersey or something like that. I thought you said Steve Carell was from Georgia. No, that's, um, that's the other guy. Who's the, the host, the, uh, the late show that used to be on. Yeah. He's from South Carolina. That shocked me. I thought he was Canadian for a long time. I think the uh, one of the other dudes from New York who did the first show. <laughs> he was in Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Jesus, I can't think of these people's names. Save my life. Canada actor. No, really famous shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know my daughter watches a lot of Canadian programming. That's, that's on, weird on Netflix because like, it's produced towards kids. Yeah, they make a lot of programming. Maybe they're a lot happy up there. How happier than us? Well, they just play hockey. Do you think life is easier on because they, they don't have, have Canadians paying for healthcare, dude? And, and you saw okay, so there's a video. Uh, we might as well just interject and in, uh, introduce the thought, or just take it. Just take it as your own thought. The video, okay. Well, I was just gonna say though, so if people want to watch it though. Well, we can post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, and I think in linking it, we'll link it in the description of this podcast. I'll link it. So people can watch it if they want to, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I think it's pretty good, but David Cross hosts and it's from a company or an Institute called the gravel Institute. Before I forget, we put pictures up of the uh, kids, kids in plastic bag cages. Um, oh yeah. So Joe Biden saving the world. I just don't want to forget that. We need to be sure we get pictures for that. Cause that's amazing. I like that meme that said trying to figure out how to take guns, but everyone buys more with their stimulus check or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. But anyway, this video just talks about, it's really just talking about how poorly we're, our, com- our, co- our government spends our money, like our taxes and how much tax we actually pay in this country, which I've been bitching about for a while because it's like, yeah, you can pay a lower income tax. Like I pay a pretty low income tax because I'm retired. That's right, baby. And Shit's Creek is Canadian. Shit's Creek. Okay. One of my I've never watched that. You haven't watched that yet? No. Uh, Eugene Levy. It's pretty good, dude. I like him. Yeah, no, it's great, man. You need to catch that. All right. Maybe lighten my load. Make me happier person. Laugh a little more. It makes me laugh, man. man. Um, but don't be homophobic and watch it. No, I never. Can't be. Yeah. Um, it's, it, 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 it focuses on that a lot. Yeah. So if that kind of stuff bothers you. Everything does now. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it, it, what's funny about that is they don't make up a majority of the population, but you will see it, it's not uncommon to see an overly percentage amount on TV. And that's what minority over the majority. I don't, I understand accepting it. I just want, if you want it to be equal, then it, it should be an equal representation and not just an over, 
overtly obvious representation. <laughs> yeah, and just pushing, pushing, pushing all the time. Yeah, I mean, we, they've been pushing that. Okay, I'm not going to say pushing it. I remember being a child, and you know, the world was different 30 years ago. And when homosexuality and AIDS and, and conservatives were brutal on homosexuals and AIDS back in the 80s, dude, you know, and, and it wasn't uncommon to hear far right wing say things like they deserve to get it because of their sexual preference. And you hear people like Pat Buchanan on TV just going off. I mean, he was awful. Um, so he's still alive? Pat Buchanan? I don't know. She's probably still awful if he is. Probably worse than ever. But, you know, I mean, they, they, I remember having somebody tell me as a kid, they're going to introduce that into mainstream television and media slowly until it's a norm. Dude, that was like 30 fucking years ago. Mm. How come it's not norm yet? Well, that's a good point. And is it fair to say, too, that, that when we say, well, they're pushing it now or cramming it down our throats now. But look what you just pointed out about how the homosexual community has been treated for the last 30, 40 years and go and pass beyond that, dude. I mean, then there's still countries in this world now, like in Iran, they stone gay people to death. They fucking kill them. Like it's no, you know, we're going to support your rights or whatever. They're just like, no, not in our civilization. And they stone them. It's crazy. Very crazy. So, so it's like, and, and then, so it's like, it's, I don't want to say it's bothersome, but like, but you feel like they're, they're pushing an agenda. So maybe I don't, but for hundreds of years, look at the agenda that was pushed against gay people. So maybe, you know? maybe people, maybe like, no one used to be gay. Like, say like myself, maybe I'm just, I'm so open-minded to it already. And I support yeah. gay rights so much already. And I, mean, I love a lot of gay people. Um, maybe I'm just so open to it that I don't need it shoved. Right. In my face. I can, no, that's, I can just be normal. Yeah. Uh, you know, the gay person on television can act like my gay friends do or my gay relatives who are not that. Yeah. You know, it's not that flamboyant. It's not in your face. It's not that joke <laughs> that you're making the gay guy on TV. And it's, it's not, I want to say forced acceptance, but uh, well, yeah. what's the guy Anderson on Anderson, Anderson Cooper on CNN? Yeah. That was, he kissed know. his boyfriend on New Year's, like not last New Year's, but I think the one before, I think 2019 to 2020. And they made a deal about it. But they brought up, well, how many times has a host kissed his female companion on the air like that? Never. And they never, yeah, they were like, that never happens because they just find it. It's not so much taboo. It's just, but you're not there with your lover anyway. But he is. He took his lover up there. Right. And then he, and then he kisses him on the thing. I shrug. I don't really care. And I probably, and, and honestly, I never, I wasn't watching CNN, so I wouldn't have noticed it. Letter Kitty made number nine on top 10 Canadian television shows. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. For only being around for a little while. Wondrous. Maybe like Jared Kessos or Kessos, who's pretty talented, man. Wondrous. Come up with that script and how much they write and yeah. chatting that thing, man. It's and then the good. sister. Well, I mean, we're talking about the people on the show. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, I could. I'm just not going to. What? It's when you move your leg like that. Are you hearing something? No, that's what I hear. When you're moving your leg, like bouncing it. I hear you. You're short. No, I hear you. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. That was the wind. It wasn't. Mm. You were speaking to me in code. See, shorts. Dry quick shorts. (laughs) My shorts are speaking to you. So... 
Yeah, the uh, minority over majority, but you want everybody to be happy. I, I mean, dude, I, I, I do want everyone to be happy. I, you know, I don't need, we don't need angry people walking around. And why do other people have to get shortchanged? Life's too short. Yeah. Life's too short to be angry for no reason. And honestly, dude, if people want to mail it in and they want to just wander the streets aimlessly, let them. That's fine. Who cares? And I don't care. You know, I mean, it's like, I think it sucks whenever people feel like they have to live in tents downtown. And you see big cities here in Texas now where it's like that. And there might be, there are down at, uh, what is it, Lamar Park here in Corpus. I think a lot of homeless people will live there, stay there during the night and everything and tents and shit. And if they want to, I mean, I want to say it's okay, but at the same time, I'm like, why can't we like, like, get, like do a co-op? And I've thought about this for a while, but take those homeless folks and say, Hey, listen, we're going to help you out a little bit. We're going to set up a co-op though. And you're going to, you're going to give a little contribution here. You're going to, you're going to farm, you're going to run a compost, you know, whatever. If you want to live in a fucking tent, you can live in a tent right here in Farmville, but it's yours. It's you guys don't call us. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but it's, it's, it's okay. So are you taking them and saying, well, I'm going to remove this blight away. Is that bad? I don't know. But I'm also thinking about like teaching them some skills and then giving some value back in their life. Because if you're homeless, you don't, you don't value your life I anymore. Like that idea. I'm just saying you're, you're giving, but they're creating value for themselves. They're like, man, yeah, this is great. And then they learn something and then they're contributing back into their own life and to each other as a community. And maybe you start to, these people come out of the homeless. What if, rut. What if we just made that mandatory? If you're homeless or yeah, everybody. Yeah. Put all the homeless to work raising crops and little tent communities. Around the country. I mean, the shit all over them though. It's going to be your just scoop fertilizer. It's going to be human feces. Scoop up all the indigent, uh, indigent, indigent <laughs> people. No. And, and, and take them to farms and force them to work for a little bit of money. To give well, I'm not just saying force them. I am. I'm just saying. I say force them. I'm just saying don't let them live under the bridge. Well, I feel like letting them live they, under the bridge is shitty, dude. Where are they supposed to live? And you're just like, and you drive by them every day and your Range Rover. The option. You just said, give them the option. So you're, you're giving them the option of living under this, underneath the bridge or living in a, a co-op. A co-op. Yeah, well, they can go out and get paid. Well, I don't even know about paid. Well, maybe. I mean, they're raising crops. Say, yeah, they're selling their crops, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so are you going to use a tractor? I mean, is there a machine? I don't have a tractor. They would they they drive over each other. CBD farms, but then you got to worry about them stealing the CBD flowers, right? So, I mean, well, the feces all over Then, like them, those people, those homeless people. Dirty vagrants. Man, we're all just, most of us in this world, and everybody needs to get over their goddamn selves. Most we're lucky in this world in America, you truly look at your lives, you're only one to two steps away from being homeless. That's it. It can happen that quick. And a lot of people just accept that. It can happen slowly. I mean, but you know, it happens slowly if you have a good nest egg that you're gonna go through until you're homeless. So imagine if that our country had a great national health system. So that didn't break people because there is a lot of uh, medical debt that people have and that can fuck you over time. I mean, they'll start reporting into the credit union eventually their credit credit reporting system. Right. And not only national health system to say, why are utilities a covered fucking thing? We all have to have clean water, running water, electricity. My electric bill was double last month. Double my, yeah, my water, my gas ended up being double. From just that few days, just that few days, it's double than what it was the previous month. Yeah, mine was too. Which is a crock of shit. Uh 
Because if that was just a government entity, who the fuck are they paying? I mean, they're gonna, you got to pay the suppliers, I don't know, all kind of stuff, right? But everybody's paying a hundred bucks minimum, right? Say it's a hundred bucks for your electric every month minimum. And if you you use more, then it goes up. But make make like the billing makes sense and shit. It should be the same across the board. Is it fair to charge supply and demand prices for something that everybody needs? Right, that everybody needs and has to use. That sounds like bullshit. You have old people that have uh, like you know medical equipment at home that they might need, and you're gonna rape them. You're gonna raise like prices that? because you got cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean because you mismanaged the entire operation. Uh, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, this and we just have to take it. Because what are you going to do about it? Like, I hear stories of people that are without electricity for way longer than what you and I. Oh yeah, like, man. Sixteen days. Yeah, three weeks. And running water pipes and shit. Yeah, rural areas, man, where they were out in the sticks, they got fucked. And then we're complaining just because we're in South Texas, and we have no plans for anything like that down here. Yeah. Our, well, was, the people that run that committee are all up out of the north and they don't give a shit about it. It was cold. Like right here, it was cold for a few days. Now it's like 80 fucking degrees, man. I woke up, it was 57 this morning and it's 82 right now. Yeah. So that's a nice thing about living where we live. Those guys in sunshine. Of course, up in Michigan there in the summer, it doesn't break 80 probably. Bro, I'm, I'm loving this, uh, the daylight savings turf, the changing. I wouldn't mind being a winter Texan, nice. man. The sun out to 30 is awesome. Like, come stay here during the winter, and then during the summer, be up in, like, Canada. I think for the winter, I would go somewhere prettier. Than, than Canada? No, than Texas. Oh, for the winter? Yeah. I mean, like no, Mexico? Like the Yucatan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, like, South Padre is nice. I like South Padre. Anywhere it, I think it's actually really like great. Fineries or fish would be fine. Ugh. Spam calls, man. Yeah, but then when it's a local number, you're like, should I answer it? I had a call from San Antonio this morning. I was like, why the hell's calling from San Antonio? And it was a, what were they offering me? Is it a car warranty? Yeah, car warranty. They were like, right, man. Hello, can I talk to you about your 1982 Ford Bronco? Let me talk about car warranty real quick. Man, I have a 2016 F-250, right? Like most douchebag diesel guys. And, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I had to prove something when I bought it. <laughs> and uh, I had a small spot of rust start around the third brake light up on the cab, right? And it's got a 100,000 mile warranty on the body of this truck that's not supposed to rust, you know? And uh, I take it into Ford at about 70,000 miles and I show them the rust bubble and they tell me, oh, no, you're, they, they won't warranty that until your finger goes through. Yeah, that's crazy. Rust bubble. So and then Deshaun Watson popped out of nowhere yeah. and he was like, what? And his finger went right through it. And then I tried again at 97,000 miles just before my warranty was up. And the bubble was like, I, I could tap on the bubble and it would creak. And I'm like, man, you know, warranty this and fix it for me. They're like, no. So now I'm at 107,000 miles on my truck. And I put my finger right through that son of a bitch. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, and it's gone down, and like the window that slides back and forth, it's rusted that whole bottom rail out. Down what, there. dude? Yeah, man, I'm looking at like seventeen hundred dollars worth of work on that truck. Jesus, man. Anyway, there's such a rip off, man. But, then, but look, that's another thing though about this country. Look how much we pay for vehicles. And then you see in Europe, they've been like Ford's been making eco diesels and shit over there for like twenty fucking years. Mm. You know, they've been running hybrids over there for so long. Japan's got like fucking electric cars everywhere. Probably running on magnets right now. And then, like, Elon Musk can be like, well, we put a new Tesla over there and no rain suit does. And then, why, why doesn't that not start here? And by the time it does get here, we're paying triple the price of what they paid over there, dude. What a trap. 
buying new cars and trap. It's fucking dumb. They fucking hook you in that fucking high payment. You got to have full insurance on this brand new car. My own for later. Thank God. If you ever get to where you can't afford that monthly payment and you're going to go look for a used car, you're going to find 10 year old vehicles that are still 15, 16, 20, 24 dollars, dude. Yeah. They smell like sneezes and farts on the inside. <laughs> Cactus. I can't believe this. I'm like, Bones. Try to find a Tahoe from the nineties or one of those old like short blazer, full size blazers from like ninety-eight. Remember that wonderful Tahoe that I had? Dude. You can't find it. Yeah, that was a great Tahoe. Too bad somebody ran in the ground. Yeah. Mm. Women. Mm. They're like the bane of man's existence. You gotta have them. And listen, I like a lot of you ladies that are listening right now. Mm. Mm. Listen. I like, I like you, but I don't like you at the same time. I don't like the self-entitlement. I don't like that. A lot of you lie and men lie too. It's not, let's not be wrong about that. But man, I mean, most of the liars in my life have been women. And I don't want this to turn into a women hating show because we love women. Believe me. When you guys come in here and you're like the, when you hang around and you, you, I don't know, I was going to go like a man show thing, but I didn't watch it enough. But I like women are, women can be great and women can be fucking horrible. But just like men, men can be just as horrible. And a lot of times we're man is the predator in the equation. You On occasion, you hear about a woman who does something to a man. So they end up raping him. So differentiating uh, a relationship where you actually communicate and talk and, and uh, get along in that scenario versus where one of you is just saying the words to get what you want. There's a big difference in communicating with a person and then just speaking to get what you want. You understand? Sure. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And I feel like, uh, I feel like a lot of men the nice guy that finishes last, mm-hmm. I feel like he gets caught in that, that vicious cycle more often than say women get caught by dudes in that cycle. Yeah. Cause dudes that are doing that, I mean, they're players and they get caught and they cheat and everybody knows it and all that kind of bullshit. But a woman that's doing that, man, she'll take that dude and bring him fucking clean. And then you can graduate it forward by other women. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Men don't even do that to each other, dude. You know, like if, if maybe in the college years, when it's like, man, how many, how many did you bag this weekend, bro? And they're like, oh man, I gave some date rape to like 12. And like, woohoo. When you're in your thirties and your forties, you're like, that's a crime motherfucker. You know, <laughs> you become more protective. Well, like you see women celebrate taking some dude to the cleaners. How much do you get in a divorce? Oh, I took it all. Good, right. good job, girl. Yeah. Well, you deserve that. Yeah. Go fuck well, yourself. Well, Why? Cause you couldn't get a <laughs> Well, that is, I'm not even that. Okay, okay. I am a-okay with splitting things 50-50 that you've earned during marriage. If you weren't working, honey, and I'm working, and I made this much money, and retirement's that much, and we go to get divorced, I have no problem splitting that 50-50. She put up with your ass the whole time you made that money. She deserves it. Iceland's only five hours ahead of us, by the way. Just going to throw that in there. Iceland? Yeah. That's surprising. Seems like it'd be more, but it's not that far off the coast of Nova Scotia. 
fascinating. Iceland has fascinating history. Imagine being in another country like that. And so when you bring up a map of the world, you're in the center globe, whatever. Right. And when they look at their, their globe or a map, is everything else offset? Like, you know, we look at our map and the United States is right in the middle and everything's like over here. But when they look at their map, they're like, we're right here. No, everyone's over here. They buy the same maps that we make where America's in the middle and everybody else is so small. (laughs) I know they do. (laughs) That's why they don't like us. He's fucking Americans. What country is it that has uh, the most writers per capita? I bet it's some kind of, yeah, like Norway or something, Finland. One of those countries, because it's a heavy and it's so cold, heavy in Viking stories. So, like, oh. mostly everybody there writes about that. Okay. Well, we get old. The Viking lore. I guess everything here we write about is crime. So, we have enough of it. So, that's another thing in our country, too, yeah, man. Is look how most we police. Complaints. There's more complaints than anything else in America. Well, yeah, you got people who are committing crimes, and then the police come up and they're like, hey, what are you doing, our boy? Hi, man, you can't talk to me. And then they fucking knock them out. They're sick. And then the cop loses their job. Well, I was breaking up the crime. But you didn't have to hit them. The well, fuck I didn't. I, it's, 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 a, it's really, it's bizarre, man. We have, we have so many rights in our country that there's so many rights that have been taken away. And it's, it's, we're not on a good balancing act right now. We, we are in the middle of that, but I feel like we're really teetering. And we can fall left or right really hard at any moment. I mean, we don't know what people are planning out there. You had no idea that people were planning to go and storm the Capitol that day. Nobody knew that shit. You know, I mean, well, some people did. There was probably chatter, but the ones who did know were on the inside. It could be happening right now. Yeah, he's on. He's over there on Parlor. <laughs> Iceland only has three hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's the size of our city. It's warmed by the Gulf Stream and has a temperate climate. Yeah, Greenland's the one that's covered in ice, so I'm way bigger than Iceland. Iceland's really not that big. They have an Air Force base there. Iceland's tiny, bro. You know, this guy, he could be American. He could be like an Air Force vet or something who just stayed living there, and that's why he speaks good English. <laughs> he agreed to interview next week. Okay. It's be funny. His name's going to be John Dingleberry and probably have a Midwest yeah. accent. Questions. Not even be Icelandic. I don't have a whole lot of questions about Iceland volcanoes. Um, oh, well, I just think it would be cool to. Do, you know how easy it would be for us to find someone international for every episode like that? We need to find a Canuck, someone from Canada. Mm-hmm. We could find someone from China, maybe. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the Middle East. I mean, we could just, just go around in different areas, different countries, and just talk about what life is like for those people there. I have friends in all those countries. It's not hard to do, man. People will do it. I think it'd be fun. But I think, and and to me, the idea is that we talk to people about what life is like in their country to contrast what it's like in our country. And then maybe, maybe just maybe people will start to understand. I mean, we always want to say it's not that bad here. It's not, it's not that bad here. You should be saying it's fucking good here. So I don't like that. It's not that bad. When I say it's not that bad, I, when I when you see me say that it's not that bad compared to other countries, it's when I'm referring to uh, the social crisis issues, uh, the racism. Man, go to Europe. 
they suffer from racism. The Brits, dude. The whole country, man. You ever been to a soccer tournament or watch a football game on TV from over there? Uh, the Brits are really bad. And it, it, it doesn't matter if it's uh, uh, what race. It's just country. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, man. They're brutal to each other over there. Well, and a lot of times too, like they're they're they bash each other, like Germans, the Irish, and. Oh, uh, English to Irish, race advice or whatever, you know, like countries that don't get along, they won't allow spectators into the football match and they'll just let yeah. the players play with people go crazy in the stands. It's insane. You know, uh, you know, throw in back when they used to throw tortillas on the football field at Texas A&M uh-huh. football games, you know, it's awful. Yeah. Like they would do that in top players. It's, it's really awful. But I tend to think that some of these countries, even like in that video points out the one we're talking about. Yeah, you want to bring up taxes though. I mean, yeah, we pay a lot more in taxes when you compare everything and then we'll tell And get there. shit back. This isn't the biggest bag over the head punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! We don't get anything back. Nothing. Hard. You pay some social security and hope that there's some left whenever you're in your 60s and you can finally retire after you've worked for 40 fucking years. You and I aren't going to have any. More than 40. It's supposed to be gone by the time we get there. I'm sure. That's what I heard. But, but work for 40 some odd years to get back a menial paycheck and, yeah. then, and then live out your days until you die. I mean, that's such a crock of shit. And then, and then a lot of these European nations, man, they, they get like paid vacation based off the government. They pay your salary or whatever it is for that month. That's why I didn't understand it when I was there, but like living in Germany, they took 30 days of holiday during the summer. Everybody, restaurants, shops, they all just fucking closed. American guy, I'm like, hi, man. Like, where's everything at? Everything's gone. Oh, they're on holiday. That's yeah. I mean, there might be some people who stay and they keep their shops open, you know, but a vast majority would all go on vacation during the summer, man. Germany was... Dude, it was nice too. The lakes and the Icelandic man you're talking about. Lay out. He's not the one that got naked next to the erupting volcano, is he? I hope not. <laughs> but like that would be funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks kind of like him, but it, no beard. Yeah, that would be funny though. Yeah, be a good guess. This guy, yeah. So what made you get naked, eh? Also, don't you know? No, no, no I can't even do That's, their accent. I know. No idea. How does an Icelander speak? I can't tell you. Like the people on Frozen, maybe? Are they in Iceland? I don't know, man. Even like Norway. I feel like shows that are based up in those regions, the accents are all very muffled anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't really tell. It's hard to, well, if they find an actress or actor from that area just to do the accent, they may not be a good voice actor. It's, it's pretty hard. Well, like, uh, so Vikings had a lot of uh, actors from up in that area uh, in their show, and they all spoke English, but. <laughs> You can't really tell an accent or they're it was odd. Game of Thrones. I was really surprised for that. They had a lot of actors that were local in the areas they shot, like in Europe, like Ireland and Scotland. They had people from those vicinities so that they would, uh, I don't know, I guess just look the part. Yeah, absolutely. And sound. But a lot of people from the Western European region look very similar to me. If you, once you start getting a little South, Southeast and you start getting to like, Greece, Mediterranean, Spain, obviously people start getting tanner and browner. And then you enter in just like everybody has fucking dark brown hair. Like everybody. That's weird, man. Think about that with Asia. Japan particularly is everybody looks the same. 
And so if you are from anywhere else, you stick out like a sore thumb and they all fucking know it. Yeah. And they, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't get treated shitty when I was there at all. I was, say that but I was told that people closely resemble each other. In Japan? As a culture, they resemble each other. Extremely. Yeah. You can't not say they all look alike. But what I am, but they, I don't know. I mean, that's just a broad, that's a generalized statement. So <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I don't know. When I was in Tokyo, I just thought everybody, well, okay, so everybody has really dark brown or black hair. Right. I just didn't want you to blanket the whole people and then somebody like, you said, like, man, I'm six one, everybody's five six in the country. You know, what's wrong with you? I never saw a tall Japanese person when I was there. I didn't see anybody with blonde hair or blue hair, even. I did see a girl wearing Doc Martens with a flannel shirt and jean shorts, and I fell in love. And I don't know her name, but I still love her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write her. I need that speech. <laughs> I'd have to find the bar. It was a really cool bar, man. They were playing grunge music. I got drunk with the guy that was in the Japanese like defense force. Have I already talked about this on this show? See, that's what happens when you have multiple podcasts. Can't help it, man. I'm in demand. Like, it's just in demand. The people demand I'm listening to all of them to figure out if you spoke about yeah. this. Before. I've listened to ours. Mm, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But listening to multiple podcasts isn't a bad thing. I listen to Joe just Rogan. to see how they do it. This is so it's very simplistic though. Yeah. And he's he probably studies up a little bit before the guests. He's got some good questions. Just enough. He knows how to ask people questions and yeah. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you questions. Um, what do you? What, I mean, so what? What is it? What is it about Iceland that you love so much? It's you, though. I, oh, I didn't say I love Iceland. Oh, I love Iceland. I mean, it's nice. It's pretty. I yeah. have to go there just to see like the waterfalls and stuff. Steam bath. Yeah, volcanoes. It's the land of the gods, isn't it? I guess. Is that where Thor's from? Uh, no, Thor's from another planet but the so planet got, got blown up from, yeah this planet got blown up though so yeah. he's kind of a god without a home but remember he settled in Norway was it Norway where they settled uh, all the, the people from his planet that were I'm left sick. over what are they called like, the Andalese I don't know oh man on guard and Asgard Asgardians 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 Asgards uh, that's what Deshaun <laughs> I love that part of that movie oh, where Jeff yeah. Goldblum yes oh, Asgard Asgard <laughs> <laughs> As guard, as guardians, it's like, <laughs> dude, I like whenever Chris Pratt and him are like just uh, going back and forth, like who's in charge of the ship. Oh, that's great, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah it's okay, everybody knows who's in charge, too. And Thor and uh, the Hulk, that's right. Are, I am, are leading that uh, escaping from the planet through the devil's anus, and they got that chick with them, and they're in that ship. And they're like, this is a cruiser. And she's like, oh, it's one of his pocket cruisers for orgies and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't touch nothing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's fire shooting out the back of it. It's so awesome. What a great show. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's actually really good. Uh, my, my daughter and I watch Marvel. So uh, I like their movies. They're good. She's picked up on Japanimation. Uh, really? Lately. Yeah, the Magna. Uh, Netflix has released a show Pacific Black or Pacific Rim Black or something like that. It's pretty good. I mean, she started it and then finished it whenever she comes home. Is it based on those Robot War movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So that's launched the whole I guess I've never watched the original Robot War movie. 
I didn't either. It just didn't do anything for me. I didn't know there was one. But yeah, there's like two of them. This is all cartoons. Pacific Rim or, or it's, uh, yeah, Rim Job, something like that. I don't know. Mechanical. I inserted that really smoothly, right? <laughs> it's great. Anyway, I don't know what your... What was it? <laughs> no. it suddenly Deshaun pops up on it. Somebody pulls me? Oh, hey, Joe Biden's uh, camp uh, party is claiming that the gross, uh, the GDP has risen by 6% since he's been in office. How? I don't know. Three months? It's amazing that he's as able to do that. GDP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do have to retract. I don't believe that. I went off the handle uh, on a previous episode saying how Joe Biden hadn't done a single thing that he promised he would do uh, in his first hundred days in office. I'll retract that statement. He did make sure that we got out a hundred million COVID vaccinations in the first hundred days. He did it in 58 days. So I'll give him props for that. And he's promised another 200 million vaccinations out before the end of his hundred days. So within the next 42 days, we're going to have another 200 million vaccinations. That's pretty good. Everybody's getting vaccinated. If you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, okay. He's following along with his promise. Um, that and yeah, I mean that, and then uh, he did away. You know, obviously the wall stopped, and uh, you know, so he followed mm-hmm. that promise. Now the kids are hanging about, but and the kids, uh, they're 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 staying. Just it's not a whole big change from what Trump was doing. Trump allowed them, you know minors to stay and be placed uh, in homes around the country or facilities around the country. Um, but he has replaced the cages with clear plastic sheeting. Yeah, it's really weird. And they look more like a greenhouse now. I would actually think that's like more uncomfortable. Yeah. No air is going to be flying. I mean, again, like it, it's, you know, yeah, we're not using chain link fencing, so it, it There's doesn't no look breeze. better. I mean, but imagine being in a plastic Gross plastic booth like that, sweating your freaking. They're probably justifying because of COVID. Those guys just came across the desert, and, yeah. and it's it's already probably getting. It's probably cold at night, warm during the day down in the it's valley. Like hell. I mean, and they're gonna be slapped in plastic cages, and they're all like sitting on the floor back in there like sardines too. It's well, supposedly pretty. they've rented out all the hotels in the vicinity too. It's not a pretty picture. Yeah, man. Like, I really wanted to go down to the casino in Del Rio, but now, what is no Eagle Pass. Migrants. So there's been a huge surge in immigrants coming over. I guess since Biden's uh, released or lightened up on some of the restrictions, man, they've seen this huge increase. Something like 3,500 people a day uh, are coming over and being processed. 3,500? On average, 3,500 people per day. And for February, it was 100,441 total new citizens in the U.S. processed. In the U.S. currently, we have in custody 15,000 immigrant children waiting to be processed and distributed. I shouldn't say distributed like they're objects well it, it, it kind of goes both ways though. they get treated like objects in a sense you know and, and, and let me just keep going about this uh the influx where the uh, u.s has a law that uh, the minors would be 
um, processed within 72 hours and not held in facilities longer than that. So that 72 hours has now gone to 117 hours. And since Biden's been in office, uh, it has increased to 136 hour processing. So. Man, you see so many news articles that just have agendas and they're so conflicting. And I mean, like the one about Biden uh, limiting what Border Patrol can say to the media mm-hmm. about the migrant surge. I, I don't know if that's changed at all. Um, and then there's an article about the Border Patrol holding migrant families for days under a South Texas bridge. Well, Biden's party claims that the border is closed. They are expelling families. They are expelling single adults and processing unaccompanied migrants. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you have a hard time not yawning over there. Such a sleepy boy. Don't stay up so late. Need more sun. Oh, we should have done this outside. It's nice. Dude, you know, sometime we're going to have to. We're going to have to go out to the island or something like that, you know, and sit out there on a deck and podcast. I'd like to find me a big boat to sit on in a canal. Oh, or yeah. I'd like you to find a big boat too. Like, uh, maybe perhaps just do that. You should live in a boat. <laughs> yeah, there's that one's going to be free soon. It is not going to be free, dude. One of the largest ships in the world. Stuck. Jammed up. Hundreds of millions of dollars in cargo just sitting there. You think that's just history? sitting like there? The movie excavator digging beside that boat is real. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. I don't think. Oh man, I saw like where they uh, there was just a handful of people standing there near it. It was like a couple of days ago when it first happened. Um, what should you look up? Suez Canal. Um, boat. I'll just put boat. See what we yeah, get. Yeah, wow. Suez Canal boat. How big is the boat stuck in the Suez it's Canal? Monster, man. It's supposed to be, it's one of the largest cargo ships in the world. And uh, let's look at the NPR. But okay, but what's weird is like, okay, there's a picture that I'm seeing where it's against the side of the, of the coast there. Like it's not really in the way. And so. But it's not allowing you to go pass through. Yeah, but how? And then, then you have another picture though, where it shows it jammed like sideways almost, you know, like kind of crooked. So was it done on purpose? Makes you wonder. I mean, you would think not, but sure is jammed bad to be an accident. That's all. Well, there was wind, so maybe the possibility is that they were too close to the coast. It pushed, and the front end dug in. It grounded out, you know, and then the rear end kind of came swinging around because there's still momentum. Mm. Or he tried to back it up and back, 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 back it up, and he got stuck. Like Chuck, dude. Two pictures. I see this thing ain't moving. It's stuck. It looks like you can see it from space. It's like Austin Powers and uh-huh. hallway. It's done. They got to cut this boat up to get it out of here. That'd be crazy, dude. It's probably a billion dollar ship. I mean, they're not even attempting to unload the cargo. Oh man! Wow, looking at that space picture too. <laughs> so yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh yeah, this is great. You can see it from space. Oh, look, here's the image of this. Uh, uh, yeah, the digger. <laughs> what? You're so tiny. That is crazy. Oh, yeah, I wonder. A, I don't know. That's a big backhoe, man. But it's a big. That's a big ship, though. <laughs> I mean, it's supposedly one of the largest cargo ships in the world. So I don't know, man. That's it's pretty wild. Mm. I don't know. This is amazing. All the times we live in. How lucky are we? I would have liked to have lived in the, uh, I don't know, anywhere in the earlier 20th century to about the 40s, 50s. 
and then then done them like maybe died at like age 30 you know like you're 1954 <laughs> you would have never known the difference though you know you would have been like man it's hot out but you'd just be used to it open the ice box well then the box the ice will freeze yeah, that's right <laughs> that's what they did oh wow they were used to it and they were all skinny so they weren't eating fast food they ate much better uh, I don't know I mean you probably ate like pure food then but I don't necessarily say better. Like meat was probably handled, processed really shitty. How would it be? Like you like you to put your meat pretty quick. Yeah, I mean they could ice it. They probably had ice houses, right? I'm sure they did. Yeah, but tons of ice, and they had to salt the hell out of it to preserve it. Yeah. But then the, the just the science behind germs and bacteria back then, it wasn't there. So I mean, there was probably a lot of people that got intestinal viruses because of that and probably died from it a lot more than today but they were probably also eating pure vegetables vegetables that didn't have any pesticides on them or way less I left, I left the, uh, the sea off the Suez Canal boats up <laughs> and the first thing that popped up was pretty awful <laughs> I immediately looked at my search I was like what in the hell so is that Suez anal boat stuck yeah that's what popped up <laughs> so there's probably some yeah, very, boy very in LA who goes by Suez and he stuck a boat in his anus I figured it was Wow. Yeah. I mean, of course, I didn't look at it. it just, I was just like, oh. Of course, you didn't. And I, I went at the back button and put near the sea in front of the canal. I don't know how I missed it. That was. I said, so, funny. They can happen to anybody's kids. I just don't know how they can't turn this boat at all, man. And then it's the canal. You think they would have some kind of way to either flood flood the canal a little more to lift the boat up? I mean, anything. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's that kind of canal. It looks like it's just a dug canal. Well, I see one picture where there's a, you see the wall of it and then it looks like there's a hundred foot drop or something, man. Um, and Jay Libby, they just took the wire off this fencing and replaced it with plastic sheeting uh, at these border. When someone was ordered to do that at the border crossings, literally that's what they've done. The cops are coming. There's like 50 people how can I send this article to you and we're across from a table from one another? Maybe I'm going to send it to you on Messenger. Mom. We need like a monitor. We can pop up and look at stuff. We need a Jamie, man. Well, if anyone wants to become a patron, Prairie Lane Media is a great place to go and become a patron of the show. Just uh, $9 a month will get you a, a limited amount of special podcasts and merch, maybe, and pictures and stuff. So we could do that. And I've been thinking about that. We could have our own little excerpts, even like say the, say we, when we interview the Icelander, mm-hmm. we'll have a, a cut down version of the interview that we'll insert into the show. Oh, we can talk about COVID with that guy. I don't know, man. They're probably tired of hearing about COVID. Well, that's that's gonna talk about with the He's probably going to say there is no COVID here, man. Well, yeah. Would you like, we don't that? have COVID. Right. Why? Because they handled it better than we did. No, you have 300,000 people. <laughs> well, and it takes steam baths, and it probably fixes everything. Maybe so. That's what I hear, man. Take a good steam bath, and then things all kind of, they all kind of pan out a little bit better. Man. Me and Hillary used to we used to get up in a steam bath. But I don't know. Is that your phone? Your, your mama? I can't be my phone. It could have been your phone. No, I turned it off. Uh, I think it was your phone because I just sent you something. Oh, did you? 
Yeah, I did. Man, I my phone so sent you a picture of Hillary. Mm, my favorite. Oh, spread condor. I hope it's of her ankles. <laughs> That's my spread condor. I love Hillary's ankles. Hey, so I like balloons. <laughs> I like to watch balloons float above me. Jiggly legs. You ever look in your at your Facebook stories no. and realize there's so many people that you don't even know, like how they show up, why they're in your, your timeline, any of that? Mm-hmm. I get people like that, and I'm thinking, how do I even know this person, man? Do is this somebody on my Facebook or just someone I follow? It's so bizarre, man. Uh, social media sucks, and it's, it's a great way to advertise, but it's also a uh, it's just a crock of shit, too, man. You know, well, my my algorithm has worked out to where I pretty much only see like advertisements of things that I'm interested in. And yeah, and it does do that well. And a few posts from a few friends, and really, that's it, dude. I mean, hardly anything. Any of the business endeavors I have, I have to pay in order to get the ad out there. Mm-hmm. Like, hardly anybody sees it on the reg, and that bugs me, man. It's really bugging me. Um, yeah, yeah. You put twelve dollars into it, and you think eight thousand people. Yeah, that's how that's how the show's been working. Price wise, it's pretty good. Like I'll lose something, but you know, and it'll tell me. And you're like, oh, you think fifty more people, and you're you know, you're at eight dollars. You want to keep going for two more? Be, you know, yeah, two more, and then boom, it's done. That sounds like a sex transaction. You want to keep going for two more dollars? Man, for two more books, I probably would. <laughs> so. Have you seen like on Instagram, there's accounts where... Oh, they're dredging that book to get it out, bro. I've got a satellite photo right here. They've got to dredge it up. They've got lines run. They're expecting all the mud out from around that thing and, and popping it somewhere else. It feels like they would just, they would just sink it more. What did you want to do? So it gets in the water. I just, why wouldn't it just dig down further? They're pumping the mud out of the water so there's water there. You're digging a hole in the ocean water. What's going to fill inside the hole? Water. More dirt won't just come from the sidewalls or something. Not the dirt out of the way. Okay. So you've got a boat that's run <laughs> no. that's run dry. No. Right? Yeah. To the get front back, of it. To get, get back into the water. The front of the part that's dry. You dig out the dirt around it so water then makes it float. Like the buoyancy exchange. Yeah. Well, because it's just not gonna sail in dirt. No, I'm tracking that, but I'm saying, but why wouldn't they, when they're, okay, so the boat's sitting on top of the, the ground, say, you know, it's, which is, it's still submerged partially, but not a lot. But so they start digging it out or whatever, right? But then the weight of the boat, wouldn't the weight of the boat just stay on top of the earth, the soil that's there, that is on top of, and you can keep digging out from underneath it, but it's still going to keep. Until it starts to float. All right. Yeah. I got you. Until it starts to float. Yeah, I'm tracking now. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And you see this one image, it's a, they have a dredger right next to it. And it looks like they've got probably a quarter mile with a line set up behind the dredger uh, shooting, shooting sand off. Down How are they not prepared for that? I mean, just, just for boats, like that's never going to happen. Have you, have you seen the path that boat took when it was out of the ocean? No. Man, it looks like a big dick, but it, it was all over the map. It, it sat out before going to the canal and, and did like a circle pattern maybe eight, nine times and then went way out. So it looks like it's like two balls. <laughs> and then you see it. Like the pilots were doing. <laughs> yeah. And then you see it's kind of float back and then it stops. 
I wonder though, did it have to do that? Like they had like a holding pattern, like like planes will actually have a holding pattern, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. I'm looking at the image you sent me. That's the direction the image you sent. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. the uh, the pattern that it took. Oh, you, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's it's great. Well, but I, I wonder before they can go in because I mean, obviously, only so much traffic can go through the canal at a time, right? But it's not like the Panama Canal. It's not like it's it's entering into a dry dock or any kind of docking system. It doesn't look like anyway. It's very weird. And Google Maps is a friend. But I'm just thinking about how much it's going to back up on the economy. It's a great excuse for an economics, the powers that be, to say, well, you know, whenever the Suez Canal was shut down for like three days, man, it caused all these things to get backed up. And now you know your, your, your total paper is going to be like $25 a case now, boy. You better not. You better not do it. They'll use an excuse to fleece you over anything. That's why humans walk around trying to be perfect all the time. Like they're like, you're under this pressure not to screw up ever. And if you do, I mean, think of the guy that was piloting that ship fills. <laughs> like they ran it aground. I wonder if there are pilots on those ships or if they're computer controlled. Well, the, uh, in, in Oregon, there's that river that comes in, you know, at the West side and they have to boat pilots individually those ships to help them navigate the waters, the Columbia River. You hear this mega cargo ship pulled a huge penis in the Red Sea before landing. Can you send that to me? I can show it to you. That'd be really fun if that guy, that one we definitely got to post. What the fuck? They went all, oh, piece of shit. They went all around this big dick right there. It's definitely a penis. So they just circled and circled. I, I don't know. Maybe the guy just lost his mind. Well, like, I, I can't that, wait for the movie. I read that that's a typical holding pattern for a ship waiting to get his turn. His make, a, make a dick and balls? Well, I don't know. He didn't write a message. Well, it definitely looks like a dick and balls. To me, it, he was saying, fuck yeah. you. Maybe maybe what it was, he was there announcing a pregnancy. He and his, his Oh, his a gender reveal. Yeah, it yeah, it's a boy. The circle would be the belly, like the pregnant belly, right? And then gender is just a constraint that we put on somebody. To, yeah, you, you know. Born. Doesn't necessarily mean they're a boy or a girl. It just means they have it's just flesh. parts. This thing has has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eleven, eleven stacks of connexes. How do they stack them together so well? No, it's pretty impressive, honestly. It really it, is. That has to take days, dude. They just they tilt out in the ocean, and they never. I mean, you see pictures of them falling off sometimes, but I'm like, how do they just they bolted together? Millions of pounds. How many bodies do you think are inside those connexes? But there's a few drugs. There's a lot of shit in those conferences that we don't want to know about. Yeah. There's got to be at least something bad hit A dirty bomb. Boat. That could be just movies talking. What if they found out there was a dirty bomb on the ship and the guy didn't want to push it through? He was like, I can't, I can't allow this to get to Europe. So he intentionally, you know, drove into the sediment there and sediment. <laughs> but like he did that to save the world. Maybe he did. And the movie's going to be so good. I bet there was an alien body on that ship. And he... Look at me. He beached that ship to save the world. There's probably some sort of... Uh, I am the captain now. Warp technology that was going to uh, recreate the Philadelphia. Okay, you're the captain. Yes, say. I guess I'll just go down deck and hang out about. Send us up in the future. And, like Dr. Manhattan. Man. 
Tom Hanks has a weird accent, man. It's because he doesn't know where he's from. He's always like that. No, does he not? He doesn't know where he's from? Uh, he was in Australia when he got COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's because he was hiding from the law, remember? No, it was really? so that, yeah. Well, it was because the, the QAnon task force on, you know, uh, exposed children, they were after Tom Hanks and his wife because they're children diddlers. They drink their blood of, you know, oh, babies and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, shoot the, they eat the glands like, uh, like oysters. Uh, well, you shook them. They were probably going to meet up with Madonna too, but then she was busy in France bathing in cow's milk or uh, pig milk or something like that. Yeah. Uh, no, Madonna takes, she takes a bath directly in stem cells to uh, make yeah. sure she appears young. And then now she looks like she's yeah. from Pandora, but not blue. It's so odd that her bone structure and everything changed too from the stem cells. See, uh, she looks weird, man. Magic. She does look weird. What if Madonna's actually like 90 and she's been, you know, taking, drinking the fountain of youth? Well, she can get it, son. Oh, oh, no, God, no. You know how much he's been there, dude? Have you seen that picture? The number of, like, the number of conics on that shit or the number of dicks that have been in Madonna. Like a virgin. No. As men, Jason. As men today. It's 2021. J-Lo. We are not going to be able to meet a woman and think about what <laughs> just thought about. We're in our 40s, like a used bro. car lot? By the time you hook up like, a chick in her 40s, bro, you're yeah. not going to be number well, one. Like you said, a used car. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, she's only had like one owner this whole time. That don't happen, bro. What do you say a used car smells like? <sighs> Farts and sneezes. <laughs> Uh, especially with cloth interior always yeah. smells like farts and so do all new girlfriends hoo hoo <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna say well so do your balls like nope <laughs> no that's wrong moisturizes mm, you gotta moisturize your skin everywhere and I use this Marnula <laughs> it's called Marnula Marnula oil yeah it's fucking great I like to buy like craft soap I don't know what you call it like um, handmade Oh yeah, the uh, cold artesian is it artesian artesian? I don't know. I say artesian, but some people say artesian, Art- artisan, artisan. Is they say artisan? I think it's artesian. Any fucking do marula m a r u l a oil dial body wash marula smells phenomenal. Comes from dial. Yeah, it smells really great. Wow. I also use the cold, cold press soap. Talk about this for fun. Like uh, oh, that company Duke, the Duke company does like man products and stuff. Okay, I buy his soaps. It's got like a cool little holder and you put your soap in there and it's, it's a scrubby thing. You scrub with it. Oh, yeah. it's interesting. Keeps your bar Let's safe. reach out to them for sponsorship. Duke Cannon. Look it up. Cool. You look it up. I already know about it. I, I want them as a sponsor. That sounds fantastic for our show. Duke, Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon. That sounds fantastic. Whenever I wash my balls, I use Duke Cannon soap. It's like right now I'm using uh, Duke Cannon frothy the snowman bar soap that I got for Christmas and it smells like beer. <laughs> and now you smell like a trunk. <laughs> Fair enough. Smells good. Yeah. Hey man, I used to use Simple Ocean way back in the day when I was in Alaska and I didn't really know what it was and then I found out what it was and they were like, why do you smell like weed, man? We're gonna drug test you a lot. It's my hand lotion it's but it works not what it means. So well, man. I mean, that was in Alaska, dude, like 20 some odd years ago. Can you even find implosion here now? Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, I don't go anywhere, so. Yeah, walk in the CVS. There's a whole um, four foot section. Is it real? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you can grow now. Yeah. I mean, not. It makes them rope. Not Texas. What's that? Well, I guess you could. Now means to be these now. So. Is that, did that law start now in 2021 that you could start doing hemp farming? There are hemp, uh, hemp farms. Or cannabis, cannabinoid, right? What is it? What is it you can grow? You can't grow cannabis for the obvious the to turn it into marijuana, right? Or whatever. Right. But you can grow. There's a lot of technology that goes into growing that uh, cannabis mm-hmm. to not be marijuana. Oh, to, okay. not be, to not have a high THC content. And that's why it's so expensive. But man, CBD? Like, yeah. Like, you know, CBD. CBD. If you have restless leg syndrome, if you're not sleeping at night, uh, if you don't want to get on prescription pills for slight anxieties, then I'm a huge advocate for that CBD. I watched that help many people. I watched it help with pain, like moderate pain, joint pains. Um, you know, and the best part of it is. It's legal and they're not going to test positive on your analysis test. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good for anxiety. Um, I think, I think it cures anxiety. Um, that the oil, you tell me. I think so. But it doesn't last very long. No. Seem like. No. But it might be good for like a, a when, you're, when you're feeling anxious to just, you know, do the CBD, take, mm-hmm. take some and, Lax you and get you through that moment of anxiousness. I don't like at night, like my legs, like you just mentioned, me moving my legs. Well, yeah, because they hurt or yeah, it's like they're on fire. And so at night when I'm sleeping, I do the same thing. Man, you do it in your sleep like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ugh, crazy. that's like a dog scratching his ear. I don't know. I don't know. I've been. I've done yeah. it my whole life, so I don't know. Uh, it's just natural. I lay down and start doing it. Boom! If you hit that CBD. Uh, made by Koi, K-O-I. Um, and I said, hit a few puffs, the little mm-hmm. inhaler, they, man, it goes away. It feels so good. I'm able to fall asleep. Thanks. Great. That's good. There's another sponsor we need to reach out to. <laughs> well, <laughs> Those would be great sponsors, honestly. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, and then get us our, our mobile studio built. Pull it behind the truck. I can do that already. That'd actually be fantastic. I want a mobile studio so bad. And part of the reason I want a mobile, I can't talk about it on the air because someone will rip our idea. I've got, I've got, you know, I'm like a good idea fairy. We need to get a trailer that can do that. I don't want to talk about it on the podcast because people will steal our idea. I've got the I don't want anyone to steal. I don't want anyone to steal the idea. No one can steal the idea. If you steal the idea, I will sue you. I will hire Tony Busby to come after your ass and Rusty Harden at the same time. I don't know who those people are. Those are the guys that are in the Sean Watson thing. Oh, there's lawyers. Yeah. Well, one, one, well, Rusty Harden is his lawyer. Tony Busby's not, but. That sounds like the uh, actor's name, Rusty Harden. <laughs> yeah. Well. About that time. To something in the rhyme. It's about that time. I was listening to some, a uh, little bit of Run DMC this morning, and I never realized how, like, dude, they were, they were really angry. Back then. You ever feel like we should put out more than one show a week? I don't know. Maybe. Depends on what's going on. I don't know. I, I think, think I think at least once a week would be good. I know we've been a little slow lately. A little lately. But, you know, we had to build a pool and get well, the moon and back. Well, we held that event and we had the 50,000 people show up for it. Yeah, and that yeah. went great. I mean, yeah, we, really you know, we lost money on it. 
Yeah, but we still donate with kids. Right. So the yeah, uh, help children, kids, the children, the children's molecular transformation oh, project on the border. Yeah, the children the border complex plastic tubes. We sent um, them plastic tubes. We we donated trash bags for the fencing to be opened up <laughs> and replace the cages. So, well, and I. Oh my God! Nothing I can say now is going to be okay. No, no. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm. I'm shocked by the pictures that I'm looking at. Co-op would be great with those kids too. Not force them to be there. You know, in a sense, I but like, it's a good idea. teach them some. Oh God, but that sounds bad too. Now, oh, so they're good enough to go pick crops, are they? So think about it. <laughs> if somebody that had a lot of money did open up a co-op like that and gave people who the school there had come down their luck, yeah. I mean. Still not just stay homeless, just see anybody's down their luck and they need a job and needs a place to live. If they can put a dormitory up there, have those people out there, you don't have to make a lot of money. They just need work and give them you need a roof over your head, be able to wash your ass every day. You know, yeah, like it, give them something like that. Maybe they'll choose that rather than sleeping on the bed. And drugs. Yeah, they're not shooting up needles, you know, and, and then the push to like, well, we need to have more methadone clinics. Do you fucking really? Like we have those. Like real places for people to go and shoot up heroin safely instead of doing it on the streets. You have those in existence now. It's crazy, dude. You're fine. Got to take a phone call uh, from the top office. We'll be right back. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to stay here? Yeah, yeah. We're going to stay here? All right. That was, well, a, that was the alarm to pick up my child. Oh, yeah. I don't get her today. So. Yeah. I gotta pick up mine pretty soon. It's yeah. Friday. Friday, two thirty. Woo hoo hoo! <laughs> Any big plans for the weekend? Uh, no, no. Uh, all right, me neither. Just moving some stuff around. Moving some stuff. Getting you some know, stuff done. Yeah, getting it done. Got a lot of extra stuff around. My getting house. it done, son. Yeah, I need to get it out of the way. South Texas Junk Brothers. South Texas Junk Brothers. Take it to task. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, got a lot. Of I think I might have some stuff too. Might add to the pile. That's a big job. That's it's like a big a, job for a big yeah. feller. Southwest Gym Builders, we have four storage units to do three for a client. And uh, they want us to inventory everything and then possibly get uh, an estate sale on for them. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. I think it's I'm nice. glad that they're on board. Sounds like they're on board. Verbal agreement, sometimes silent, doesn't matter. Nod your head once, then we're, we're good. They're talking about maybe doing an online estate sale. And oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. And it's uh, that's fantastic. It's all kinds of stuff. So we're going to see what, how, what it turns out. Look up the owner this week. Turn it out. Yeah. So that's what she said. See if we can't turn it out. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it. Feel the noise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, geez. It's so crazy. Chuck D was like super angry. Yeah. They, and they had a right to be. Now he's got, he's, he's apparently he's like a business leader mm-hmm. and not just the black community. Like he likes being a business leader for all kinds of young people in New York. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, I watched an interview he did, uh, it's been a few months. It was during COVID, but he said that, um, he's, he's changed a lot since then. He said he was angry, but he's calmed a lot and he sees things in a different light mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't want to go as far to say that he was like a Trump supporter, but you know, Ice Cube mm-hmm. suddenly, for whatever reason, was suddenly like all about Trump. But see, the, the irony is, and not to elongate this, but the irony is, is that some people see through the pandering bullshit, but when they speak up about it, especially when they come from the community where everybody's being pandered to, but they're the one that says, hey, 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 enough of this bullshit. Everyone says, wow, wow, you're, you're like a fucking uh, Uncle Tom all of a sudden. No. Yeah. 
They're treating Ice Cube like that. Oh, Ice Cube got murdered, dude. Yeah. He got murdered for like coming out. He wasn't so much, I support Trump. He was like, I don't support the Democrats, blah, blah, blah. He's like, what Trump's doing, you got to look past and understand. Blah, blah, blah. He's doing, I think he said he's doing more for the African American community mm-hmm. than Obama did. I don't know, something like yes, that. It was something like where they were like, what the fuck? And he was never brought to light. I mean, Trump had a lot of inner city programs just through his businesses. He's, his biggest problem is he doesn't have a good mouth filter. But even when he spoke about like Baltimore, he wasn't wrong. I mean, dude, I've been there, dude. It's, a, it's fucked up. He probably was Democrats have been running that city for like 40, 50 years. He bragged about the wrong things all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, if he bragged about what he did for inner city youth programs from through the 80s and 90s, it come off a lot better. If he would have said, like, hey, John Lewis, you march with Martin Luther King. That's very admirable. What can we as the, you know, just what can we as a country do more for, you know, the black youth of America living in the inner city? Mm-hmm. How can we get rid of the drugs and the crime? Instead, he was like, you motherfuckers been running that city like shit for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the hell have you done? John Lewis is like, I watched with, I marched with them. Okay. And then Donald Trump was like, that was a long time ago. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Don Lewis died like three days later. It was really weird. It was fucking crazy. He's not wrong, but he's not wrong. No, that sucks. It does suck. It's 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 frustrating to see. And then whenever you have people who speak up, like and and did Kanye face the same backlash. Yeah, they considered him crazy. Yeah, I was. Is that why him and Kim are getting divorced? I don't know. I was on Twitter the night that he started posting all his contracts. Did you ever see or hear about that? No. He started posting word for word every page of his musical contracts in his career. And he was showing how much he had been robbed. Like just like he would get like five to 10% cut of all of his sales, all of the shit. And he was just pointing all the shit out. So he was, what he was trying to do was stand up really had something to do with Taylor Swift too, because you know, all of her shit got bought up by like this musician mogul guy, music mogul. Mm-hmm. He bought all the rights to her masters. And so she's been suing That's to get copies. Yeah, it's like a big thing, dude. Like Justin Bieber, same thing, but Justin Bieber's such a pawn, I guess. He was like, it's okay, Taylor, shut up. It's all good. And she was like, shut up, queer boy. And then <laughs> they had a, a trife. Good for Kanye backing up Taylor. And so he was, yeah, apparently like it was kind of like the same boat. And he was like, fuck this shit. You know, we've been getting screwed for a long time by the labels and all stuff. And he was kind of, I guess he still had like two more albums that he was supposed to produce for this label that he was contracted to. And he was trying to just show whatever, show the general public, but everyone thought he was having a meltdown. And I'm just thinking like, he's one of those guys. He's probably a genius in his own right. Mm -hmm. But the vast majority of people look at him like he's an idiot. We have those people in all kinds of culture, you know, walking around. We don't understand them. So we label them and we're like, I got dumb. The guy didn't get dumb. He didn't, he didn't become a multimillionaire making like, you know, really good rap albums by being dumb. Like Donald Trump, you can't call that guy dumb. He no. became the president of the fucking United States. If he's dumb, we're all fucking ignorant. Ugh. You know? If we had a dumb guy running our country, then we're imbeciles. Because 80 million people vote for that guy to be there. So what does it say about us? Just point me in the direction of the line. And I'll just go stand in line <laughs> for to be given to me. <sighs> Idiocracy. Here we come. And it might get to that point, but at least if they'll give you a shot when you're dying, maybe it'll be beneficial. I don't know. Just plug me back into the matrix so a steak tastes like a steak, bro. <laughs> I don't mind beating him battery. Hey, I don't want to get sued, but man, Water Street, Water Street Oyster Company or whatever, mm-hmm. that place sucks. 
man, it's like everybody talks great about that restaurant in this town. You can't talk bad about it, bro. The food tastes like nothing. <laughs> like you got unplugged from the matrix and they forgot to, or maybe you're plugged in and they forgot to put the flavor in there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, we gave him the substance, but we forgot to put the flavor. So now he's kind of like, it doesn't seem right. I haven't eaten there in over a year. I went there with my son and my parents the other day, my sons, two of them. And it was not good. <laughs> Service was solid. Not a little understaffed, but the food was bad. Just bland. I'm sorry. So actually, I don't want to say it tasted bad. It tasted like nothing. So I'm, but I'm, I'm very glad that that guy got a street named after him, after him downtown by opening up some restaurants. Is there a Lomax Street or what? Thumbs up, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So just think, just think. Do that to people that own businesses, they give them a street. They, they basically wipe their ass. Like, God forbid they pave the streets or, or open up some other businesses, you know, on the same street. Or lighten up taxes so we can get something fucking major down here from somewhere else or something cool and not just pander or cater to the local people that have money. I mean, come on. How do they keep Tillman Fertitta out of this town? How? Like that guy wanted to do the same thing. And, and what is it? Kima? Kima, right? No, they didn't offer him tax breaks, dude. He wanted certain tax breaks. But they gave tax breaks to a, a Schlitterbahn boy. That went well. <laughs> I mean. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Bro. Well, he had water slides. This guy just wanted to put a roller coaster. Water slides that were made out of water slides are more fun. Mold material they found on Potter Island. It was actually you could get gangrene from just hanging out there. Like, you needed to, to what is it, tetanus shot? Yeah. Just for going to Schlitterbahn. We got him free over here. Some of that stuff looks scary. I was like, oh super. Now they're tearing it down. Tearing it down. I wonder if we can get some of them slides and like put them up in our backyard. Fuck yeah. And then charge people five bucks a pop. Uh, Come to the historic old Schlitterbahn in Cal Allentown. Can I go five? It's well water, but it's all right. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. You just feel a little limey afterwards. Yeah, it's a little soft. Slimy disease, baby. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Chapter it's six. a little salty, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the well water right here has a slight salinity level to it. Oh, dude, my parents in Orange Grove, mm. there's is uh, you know, it's a sulfur. Oh, sulfury? Yeah. You don't drink it, right? Fuck no. Yeah, we can't drink it out here either. Like, you can spray this water. If you spray it on plants, it'll kill the leaves. There's so much. Wow, so the minerals are just... The salt. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, like, water the roots, they grow like crazy. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very, very fascinating. I did a science fair experiment over the salinity levels versus tomato plant growth. That's pretty cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I hope in the next episode you go in depth on that. Nah. (laughs) <laughs> well, hopefully on the next episode uh we'll, we'll i don't know we'll get him in pretty soon our icelander friend i hope that he also is a lumberjack that'd be cool i don't know we've got an icelander we've got a police officer that wants to come on and we have a uh Talk local, dog uh guy who works for a, a local sign company he's a design he's an artist but he also works uh for a local group called help is that a rap group uh, no it's a it's a, uh, com- uh, it's a community group for at risk, at risk youth. Oh, okay. And like so uh, all of them. So Hill here in Corpus Christi would have, would take at, at risk youth like on field trips and take them to refineries and show them what they could do. Take them to the crack learning centers, you know, that kind of thing. To show them that your life's not over. You know, there's things beyond what you have going on. And uh, 
It's pretty neat. Yeah. He agreed to, he thought, I talked to him about it. He'd be a cool little guest to come on the show. Yeah. And, and if anyone's interested, you know, by all means, reach out. Yeah. Maybe you'll even get a shirt out of the deal. We'll see. Well, I mean, he, he, you know, he's been out in the community a whole bunch and he was telling me that, uh, he never really curbed, um, his habits of going out during COVID. Okay. That a lot of places in Corpus, you know, found ways to stay open where they got food truck in or to serve yeah. food or whatever. And, he, uh, he really, he was anti-mask and it's a, he has an interesting take on that whole thing. Um, you know, whereas he was, uh, exposed to a lot of people and never asked it, mm. you know, it's just interesting how COVID hits people and how it hits you and how you get sick and if you get sick and what your problems are. And if you're having a lung transplant or just arthritis symptoms, you know, it was a funny thing. I went to the most popular theme park in the world and just fine. Did you see um, Princess, Mickey Mouse? Princess Jasmine, my there? I did. How about uh, Prince Charming? Maybe. You know, he is the most accosted Disney character. <laughs> Not shocking women or dangerous way. people. They're, they they should. <laughs> like, if you look it up, like, Prince Charming is the single most accosted character in Disneyland. It's just, it's not, it's just not surprising. And it's mostly by middle-aged women, dude. Yeah. Like, like our age. Hungry and thirsty. Yeah. That dude's like. Foul. He's not into chicks, bro. <laughs> no, he's not. You know, he's dressed up in it's, it's, Yes. I, it, I know who it is now. Remember I was saying. He also plays Peter Pan. Right? I know somebody. Yeah. Let's just say, guy. and he's somebody's uh, nephew that I, that we know. I'll say it off air because it dawned, the name hit me in the head of who I know. And it's her nephew. Mm. Or That's has played him oh. before. Yeah. So whenever I was yeah. there last summer, I met the guy that, or summer before last, I met Prince Charming and he turned out to be the same guy that was playing Peter Pan. I bet you did. Around the, around the park. Cause I saw him the next day. He's Peter Pan and he played hide and seek with my kids. Oh, like 20 other kids. It was awesome. Oh God. I hope he doesn't play too much hide and seek. Oh, no, he's fabulous, bro. He's like jumping on trash. I know he's totally fat. Like my daughter was the last person he couldn't find. He's like looking around. He's like, where's my friend? Is he's he in there right now? You know, it was awesome. Like, yeah, the shirt she had on and went looking for it. It was perfect. The interactiveness was way better a few years ago. So I hope it gets back to that dude. I think it will this summer at some point if uh, Dr. Fucky and Biden stop talking about numbers are increasing despite the fact that everybody's getting vaccinations. And despite the fact that if you go and look at a website, it actually shows numbers are going down. But they're saying that their numbers are going up. I know we haven't gotten around the bend or something like that. So I think they want to keep us this way. I think it's their goal. Mm, motherfuckers. Uninformed. <laughs> Uh, misinformed and keep us uh, at that bay, you know? So the longer the government can tell you that things are wrong, things, there's problems and there's, you know, a, a pandemic going on. So you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that. They just maintain that higher level of control over you the whole time. I mean, and their goal, if their goal is to keep you dumb, uneducated and poor, They've succeeded over minority populations for a long time. Now they're just going to do it to the rest of us, man. That's, that's the Democrats goal. <laughs> anyway, I believe it. I digress. <laughs> I am just saying, man, some of the idiotic shit comes out of my mouth. might have some facts behind it, but you might actually look that up because I sure don't. They want to fly a kite today, man. Go fly a kite. You know, I bought two kites when I was in Galveston last weekend, two weekends ago. They're pretty. They want to go flying. It's a beautiful day to fly a kite. I've got a lot of work to do this afternoon for Jump Brothers, but I think out behind that uh, lady's place, I want to fly a kite <laughs> before I start working. I don't know. Hey, whatever, whatever gets the 
Goose of the Gander. Gander. I'm not whatever sure gets the whatsoever. Whatever gets the gander. I'm not good at sayings at all. Me like neither. I'm terrible at sayings. I'm like that whole up. two hands in the bush thing, whatever. Like what the I don't even two know. Two hands in the bush is worth one in the face, something like that. Yeah, I just I don't know. None of them makes sense to me. Mm. I thought it was like, you know, if it's two if it takes two hands, it's really big. If it's a one-hander, birds and two birds. It's a big bird with two hands. Eat a turkey for Thanksgiving. Avoid big birds with big bushes. Yeah, especially big yellow bird. You know. Mm. Well, let's wrap this uh, sucker up. All right, Snuffy. Snuffy loves this. (laughs) Yeah, this one. Snuffy's my favorite character. Yellow bird. (laughs) He hasn't been around in a while either, man. I still put Sesame Street up on uh, for my son every now and then. And I haven't seen Snuffy in a long Snuffy's time. Snuffy's been off for a grip. I wonder if the guy that did his voice died. But how hard that would, would that be to... How can leave Elmo on the show? Yeah, that guy's been doing this voice now for like 20 some odd years. Did he get in trouble? I don't think so. I don't know. Trouble there's, a good, there's a documentary on him on Netflix too. Maybe on HBO. One of the two. Uh, last night at about 3 o'clock, I clicked on a documentary for uh, how video games came to be. That was pretty cool, man. Hmm. How they were originally designed, just those little eight-bit systems. And it was just basically connecting two points and creating Pong and all that kind of stuff. And how Atari came to be. And it was really neat, man. It's a serious topic, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know Atari was an American company. I sure as heck didn't know. Yeah, crowded by a bunch of just you know college dropouts. Um, there's a, a lot of those tech companies. Silicon Valley was a you know a lot of stuff was invented and, and created by people that you know, found better ways to do computer systems that were already invented or made. And then they opened up their own shit. And now we have AI that's going to take over us and put us all to work soon. If anybody gets a chance to get AI, there's a company called Boston Dynamics. They put out that walking dog. Oh yeah, they've been around a long time. Yeah, that walking dog video that scares the shit out of everybody where they kick it and it keeps its balance on ice or whatever. And they've got a suit that they've showed tethered walking around. Now that suit... Is untethered, and they've got videos of that thing jumping up crates, completely balanced. They got videos of people stepping out around corners trying to strike that walking robot, and it blocks it and fights back all ninja style. It's really crazy. And soon it'll be making citizens arrest. And they get well as soon as all be manufactured in automobile plants whenever they need to be done, and they can take over martial law. Take over, yeah. Well, you yeah. that'll be Biden's army. Biden's bots. He's running for president again in 2024. Unless something happens, he says. Yeah, things he can't, he, he doesn't look very far in the future, which is a great thing for a president of the United States of America to say. I'm quote him real quick. He says he can't think two and a half to. He can't think two and a half hours ahead. Like, You're the fucking president. How are you not playing two and a half, three and a half, four, eight, sixteen, twenty-four years in advance for our country right now? It's even more reasons for Donald Trump to feel like a shithead for losing that guy. <laughs> I mean, at least Donald Trump had a bill put in place to try to raise minimum wage accordingly uh, over the course of the next six years. At least he tried to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he didn't lie to everybody about it. He tried, he just didn't go through. He just lied about everything else. Like what? Size of his penis. Oh, I gotta go. You gotta go. All yeah. right. So let's pause. Hey, we don't have. We can wrap the show up. We're like two. We're over two hours. It's already two forty-eight. Yeah. If we start talking about Donald Trump's lies, we'll be here for another three hours. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, salty crew. I see you. Really stop me. I'm on the way.
I see your pink. <laughs> you roll your own dice. Whatever. This is the Jason and Jason show. Play in the crap. Play the roulette table. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I want to make Jason record another episode where he lets me talk a little bit more next time. Um, That's why I do my own. <laughs> I know. I listen so to I can talk to myself for an hour. And that's the only problem I have with yours is that it's all you. Some people love that. The whole time. So well, you're me. It's you. God, this phone's just been not stop today. No, it's calls. You got it's go. about my car warranty, I'm sure. I'm sure it's about my car warranty. Anyway, thank you for the show. Had it's a good time. Been real. I hope to do another one really soon. Nine is still fine. Yeah. All yours. All right. Later. Smile from